So what happened there? What do you mean? Well, why did you get all weird when I put my finger up your ass? What the hell was that? Mr. Griffin, that's a prostate exam. Shut up! You had your finger in my ass! That's how a prostate exam is performed. Stick your finger in my... Pony ass. That's good. I am sure there are guys who have fingered you in the ass long enough that eventually you let them fuck it. And now you think you got me bent over with your finger in my ass thinking I'm going to let you do the same. I am not like you, Dana. You will not fuck me in the ass. Do you know how when you doo-doo and stuff... And the doodle comes out and kind of the doodle is like formed with other little doodles, other little pebbles of doodle and stuff. And they're all shapes. They're all shapes. Some of them, you know, shaped like little wedges, some little balls, um, some of them, you know, octagon like different shapes and sizes making up this one big turd. The first time we had sex, she tried sticking her finger in my ass. No warning at all. Just did it. It scared me, to be honest. No, Hi, welcome to Last Man Earth. My name is Lex Jurgen. Really, it is. As always, I'm flagged by Matt Ralston. Much like Corey Feldman, Matt is sharing the name of one of his abusers once a week on the Dr. Oz show. Unlike Corey Feldman, who only had two, Matt is booked for the next 73 weeks. Yeah, I never got touched at a job. Really? Uh, but I did have a job climbing ladders to hang Christmas lights in this, industrial buildings. Yes, the story never gets old, Matt. And, uh, <laughs> Your victim story. Uh, the ladder was buckling, so I said, uh, I don't feel comfortable climbing that ladder. And the guy said, you said you weren't afraid of heights, you fucking idiot. And I decided, I was debating if I should punch him. I didn't. Point being, I would have rather watched some guy beat off. Well, no, but this is child rape, Matt. Would you have gone for child rape? No, I, no, I can't get down. Or ladder, rickety ladder, or child rape. Uh, you have the look. You have the victim look. But Feldman named the guys, and uh, yes, Doctor Ralphie's Soda House guy. We were thinking it was Spielberg or something. No. But it turns out to be like a fairly obscure. It was a guy um, who ran Alfie's Soda Shop for kids in the eighties. Literally. Well, he who would have seen that coming? He ran a he ran a thing for celebrity kids where parents weren't allowed, and he hosted parties on Saturdays. And his name was Alfie, and it was Alfie's Soda Shop. And only 16 and under could go to the parties, and parents weren't allowed. <laughs> and, and nobody knew what was going on, and nobody suspected. Is this was- like a 50s-themed? When I, when I hear Soda Shop, I think like... Um- it was whatever worked for Alfie, because uh, Alfie was involved with a lot of boy, a lot of co- both the Corys and a lot of kids back then. So I have to think as parents, they kind of knew what was going on when they sent their kids to Alfie's. So <laughs> that's kind of sad. This week's show is sponsored by... People attacking uh, Senate candidate Moore for hitting on 14-year-olds when the age of consent in Alabama is only nine and change. Stupid Yankees and your cultural biases, you'll simply never understand Alabama. I, I Honestly, that story is so disturbing to me. That guy's not stepping down, though. And then he? I realized in Alabama, that's actually, that might score you some more, more votes. <laughs> like, 14, what? Like they were, they, Where do the 20, uh, 22 kids people live? Is that Alabama? No, that's Arkansas, which is like oh, Alabama. Same. People start with A's. Yeah, what's that? They both start with A's. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, uh, the South is not super progressive. I don't think anything <laughs> they've accused him of yet is actually like a crime in Alabama. So I think he might cop to it and just get some more votes. Uh, that's us making fun of the South. If you wish to contact the show, hit us up on Twitter at Last Man Podcast or on Facebook, also Last Man Podcast. All right, on the show, we have two special guests today. We do indeed. Uh, two women. Matt, did you ever think two women would show up to the show to be guests? <laughs> not this attractive. I was picturing... Uh, 
you know, who's the fat model? Tess Holiday or something. Are you? When uh, you told me we had women on the show, I. I think you need to reassess how you talk to women, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> so do we. Already. Yes, yes. Uh, Alex Rose Weisel is here. Thank you very much. Thank you. Actress, improv, comedian. Are you a comedian or comedian? Um, with an E-N, I think, is the proper spelling. Is that how that. it is? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, very general, I'm very gender neutral in this age, so okay. I don't think we should have a difference between comedian and comedian. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, improv, to me, is uh, I don't understand people who do improv. Oh, I'm surprised. I almost brought up a story earlier. I'm glad I didn't know. No, no. I, I, I just don't understand extro- extroverts at all. Oh, I get it. Yeah, okay. no. I mean, I hang That's out with fair. people like Matt who hasn't spoken in 20 years. <laughs> I really, like, could be happy on a couch not moving for five years. I don't understand improv. I once had to work with improv people. And I noticed that, like, we were writing. There were, like, writers and improv people in the room. And the writers were all, you know, sort of, like, sorry, quiet, introspective people who hated everybody. And the improv people had to dance and move constantly in the room for eight hours. And we literally wanted to kill them. Oh, yeah. that's fair. Did you kill any of them? No, we didn't kill them. They moved okay. too fast. We're too slow. They're we're, very happy. We're all chubby, ri- we're all chubby writers. <laughs> un- I don't trust a guy that's that happy. No. Ah, uh, yeah. Anyone who yells out word game to me, I just don't want to. I don't want to be around. It gets really excited. Uh, also, we're joined by Mary Kate Gaffney, TV hostess, reporter, journalist. Are you? Do you go by journalist or entertainment reporter or reporter or TV hostess? What do you go by? I just do TV host. Now, TV host, but. Yeah, you used to call me Mary Kate from the prairies of Ohio. Yes, Mary Kate is from Ohio, and not only that, Mary Kate uh, worked for me at one time. Uh, you put work in quotes; you can't see that on the radio. Yeah, uh, Mary Kate was one of my three best interns ever. So I had twelve interns. You were one of my three best. Thank so, you. but by that I mean you were third. How do you have <laughs> interns? What, what do you do? Well, I had, and by the way, I had six. I ch- count, I went back to count because of this. You gotta be careful. I had six male interns and six female interns. That's very fair. Yeah, it is fair. Except for the male interns hated it. And the female interns hated it too, I assume. This should be no, a, a, it was fun. There should be a support there should be a support group. So Mary Kate moved on from working for me to dominate Cincinnati television <laughs> in the market where uh, all the everybody like looked like they were one of the Bush or Reagan, Nancy Reagan or Barbara Bush, and we're gonna talk about it in a moment. Uh, what was up with that, Mary Kate? Why were you not allowed to show any any sort I don't of like? No, I think it was just inappropriate to wear anything too revealing for the conservative town of Cincinnati. So they always just wanted you to dress appropriately and be. Taken it was like a burka, seriously. right? You had to wear a burka. Basically, I, I wore my mother's pearls and sweaters yes. every day. <laughs> yes, I turned on one time to watch you, and you're wearing pearls, like your mom's pearls, and I was like, nah, I'm not watching this anymore. I know. I don't care how happy the story was supposed to be. Why do they always end in the Midwest? They always end the newscast with a happy story. I don't know. I think I took it too far. I don't think they wanted me to dress that conservatively. Even my news director was like, you don't need to wear pearls every day. Did you get uh, find yourself being propositioned by really old men? No, no, not in, not in Cincinnati. Again, maybe it's just like, it's very conservative. Why would they do that, though? Because I feel like a lot of people tune in for the eye candy at this point. Oh, that's yeah. LA, t- LA TV, you mean? LA is like, you know, porn without... Um, I don't think that you. I don't I mean, think the you watch. Girls are Matt's from a, Matt's from Alaska. He's from Alaska, so I don't think you've ever been anywhere outside. I don't think you've been like right. I don't think you've been east of California before or the West Coast. <laughs> but most of the country, they actually just have like newscasts, and there's actually yeah. like sort of they're all old people with a lot of makeup, but they're not like trying to show off like their bodies necessarily. On so television. people are tuning in to like get their news. Yes, I did. I did have a oh, man weird. call the station though once, and he said, "I love to watch your show, but I have to miss it today. Don't tell me how it ends." Said, but that's it's a new still, show. So it's <laughs> but it's your story. It's always you and a puppy. You were doing something with a puppy, right? I know. I was always doing like very little sappy. Hard, the heartfelt pieces to end because they yes. always do like. And, and actually, in the Midwest, Matt, the weather report counts for something. 
I feel like it's always <laughs> the groundhog. Really People rely on the weather because there might be a tornado or something that might kill you. Whereas in LA, they just have a weather person. I don't know how it's possible that like twice a week the groundhog comes out. I thought. It's oh, back supposed there? to be a once a year thing, but you know, there's a lot of local. Lo- there's a lot of lo- well, people in Ohio and uh, where Barry Case from have lived there for many generations. Whereas people in California don't give a shit about like local lore because <laughs> they haven't lived in West Covina for five generations. Yeah, so they don't want to know about the local festivals and local <laughs> traditions. There are no local traditions in L.A. Yeah. Every tradition is like guys from Philadelphia going to a bar to watch Philly, you know, watch Eagles games or something. <laughs> uh, okay, so we got we got two ladies, two, two attractive ladies, as Matt said. Uh, I just I just call them talent. Uh, I want to ask you about yeah. uh, You guys look both look like you're big Bush supporters. (laughs) Why for president? I don't know. Well, you're from Ohio. You're from from Ohio. Uh, uh, Alex, you're from San Diego, which is a very conservative area. Very conservative area, relatively debatable. Yeah, Um, and they're very Trump country. So you guys love Bush. So you were probably sad to hear that George H. W. Bush. I always get him confused because W. was the kid, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. H.W. was the dad. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, that's not that confusing. But when they go by their initials, it's kind of confusing. And one of the initials is the same. So apparently George H.W. Bush has been grabbing a lot of ladies' asses lately in photo ops. So my first question, and, and then the story came out recently. Everyone said, okay, he's 93. He's in a wheelchair. He's got Parkinson's. He doesn't, they, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's senile. He's demented. And now a young, a teenage girl said, no, he did to me in 2003 when he was 79. Very spry. In fact, he was. That was an era when he was actually doing skydiving. So the guy had his wits about him pretty well. Well, he was. Wasn't he strapped on to another guy that jumped off the plane? Like I don't know if I count that. Yeah, but that, that too. Yeah, but you, you're not allowed to go. They don't just let you go out the window when you're the first. Your first time skydiving. He was, but he was in good health. He was like you see him in the picture. He looked. He looked like George Bush. He was like. You know, is she just now coming out about it, or did she? She is now that? coming out about it because other ladies have come forward with new stories, mm-hmm. and I, you know, she was only six. By the way, she was sixteen at the time, which is pretty gross, and the daughter of a CIA agent who he, he was there to honor, I think. So, oh, cl- great! Cl- <laughs> <laughs> Not a lack of harm, but here's what I, here's my real question to you, uh, ladies, and to Matt. I know your answer already. Uh, are all men just pigs? Or is there any is there any man left who is just like? Because George Bush was seen as like. Now, we'll tell you, of course, he droned a lot of people and killed a lot of people and caused a lot of coups overseas and maybe slaughtered 100,000 innocents. Well, he probably had a lot to do with JFK being assassinated also. Things like that. That's a different podcast. Little, little things like that. Yeah, that's for your conspiracy podcast. Um, <laughs> but he was like the gra- perfect grandpa. He always had the kids around. Then he, had the, you know, he raised a son who was, I guess, became president somehow. And he had all the kids around him. He was so sweet. He was firmly entrenched in the Illuminati. Uh, that too. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> And you live in LA, the Texas branch. Well, I, I'm only saying that. Bohemian I'm only grows, saying man. that. I know, no, I know what the, I know what people think it means. I'm not sure. That's just something people say about somebody they don't they think is strange. He's a, a he's a mason. He's, he's a mason. Part of a, a lineage of elites who start wars. I mean, yes, he is a free. He is a Freemason. If he's not in the club, who is? Can I ask my question about groping? Sorry. Nope. <laughs> Jeez, man, I want some ratings. Um, are all men really pigs? Can you trust any man or like is gra- even kindly grandpa now grabbing girls' asses? Is this something that like men just don't know about that goes on all the time? Well, I think it's okay to be attracted to a woman and want to touch a woman, but why do they have to do it in these weird ways? Like, why grab her butt during a photo op? Like, and why did she have to be 16? Can't you ask, like, a woman your own age out on a date and then do it the normal way? Why does it have to be all oh, these creepy they're, like, situations? Entitled. They're entitled. Any, any guy that has, like, an excuse that he has, like, power or he's old or he's sad. Oh, old. Yeah. Or he, you know, no, I'm old. No, but that is. Like, that's an excuse that guys use. They're like, oh, I'm old. It's harmless. Ugh. I it's was planning yeah. on turning into... A- 
a huge creep when I became like 80, but oh, yeah. I feel like he's now <laughs> ruining this he's for me. It for you. Yeah. Well, you can be. Old guys are, are. What happens is old guys become like. When you get old, you become like a kid again. So you lose like your inhibitions. So like really, oh, if you've been around really old people, they just say whatever the hell they want. They mm-hmm. do, you know, and they grab at, they grab girls' exactly. asses. Probably like they did when he was like 15 or something like that. But in this photo, he was like a lot younger. So clearly, he was grabbing ass, and he had the whole thing timed. So when the photographer said three, two, one, smile, he put his hand on her ass right at the right time. But uh, is he getting like wood off of this, or does he, he does he find it funny? Like I'm not excusing it at all, but like I don't d- know. Does man. he think that it's cool? Like. He's I think like he's bored and he's yeah. like looking for something fun. Well, he did. So he did. He does the joke where he tells people his favorite magician is David Copperfield. Oh gosh! And I'm oh. being totally <laughs> kind of a funny joke. No, it's, well, to it's be funny, honest, it's funny when you're not being grabbed by somebody. But I'm surprised you didn't react in that moment. You're kind of startled when someone grabs you. I'm surprised you didn't say, "Why did you just do that?" But it was right on one, didn't you say? Yeah, like, and also he's a, he's a president. He was a president. Her dad was there, and he's the CIA, right? Yeah, and you're 16. You're all, she was dressed up with her mom, and they were like each on one side of Bush to take oh, a photo so with her. It's a photo. So, guys, this never happens to guys. Well, actually, it happens to Matt a lot when he goes to the gym in West Hollywood. It happened at. Uh, <laughs> but cool. he, he gets pinched. You get pinched every it's now and then. Abby. <laughs> Someone grabbed my package at the Abbey. At the, well, yeah. How did it make you feel? Yeah. I was. Like a 16 year old girl. I kind of get it because at the time I wasn't like offended. I was just like, that was inappropriate. I was completely inappropriate. Yeah, Were you shocked? Did you make a. You don't know what to do, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Did you make shock face? I, I, I didn't think it was that big of a deal, honestly, but I, you know, you didn't maybe have, I have thicker skin than other people. You didn't have a sharp, like, homophobic reaction to, like, uh, become <laughs> violent? Well, it happens. I have an Amori when the guy killed somebody, uh, when some guy, gra- some guy told him he was in love with him or whatever. That should be a movie. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was. It, are guys all gross, ladies? Is this, is this, are you expecting this ever? I mean, you just expect this to happen all the time? It's hard. It's hard. Because I think especially like being in the comedy world. Yes. And I don't know if you guys know like what had been gone going down before this Harvey Weinstein stuff in that kind of community here in Hollywood, especially that it shouldn't be expected. But at the same time, sometimes guys do get labeled as something they shouldn't because they're asking a girl who isn't interested, you know, and they're a dorky guy, they're a comedy guy, they're not that good looking, they're a little funky and weird. Yeah, yes. And I like those guys. Yeah, okay, you do. Most girls probably don't. What? Uh, <laughs> so when, when they finally ask, you know, the girl, she's uncomfortable because she wants to say no, but she doesn't want to let him down, but that's now where, like, where's the line drawn, you know? But that's different than Louis C.K., Oh, well, sure. That's whipping very out different. His, whipping out his package. That's very different. But so, like, what percentage of guys are like Louis C.K.? And what percentage of guys are just the dorky guys who don't really know what they're doing? Well, let me ask you guys, your men. Are we supposed to assume that you all have the same agenda? Or are you really not always thinking that way when you... I don't hang out with any woman that I'm not trying to bang, for the most part. I have, like, one female <laughs> friend. But wow. other than that... And you're wow. not trying to bang her? No, no. No, he tries. But, but you she's would. Sort of, but yes. you would. Well, any of your male <laughs> friends, if, if you up, offered like... it up, I'm sure would but go. You're talking ahead. about you're talking about a social situation. This is a work situation. Like this is not you. Like wouldn't be like grabbing. You know, you wouldn't be hitting on women at work, would you? Well, I would think another comedian asking out a, a comedian would be a bad idea, just because. Like, I don't think I've ever asked anyone out if I wasn't a hundred percent sure the answer would be yes. I mean, I can't imagine the devastation. 
see, that's the thing. I think you have to like both the guy and the girl. Like you have to be super intuitive, especially like from a woman's standpoint. I think that's what tells you if this is right or wrong. Is just like your blank intuition of like, how does this feel? Is this men, like- men are not intuitive yeah. at all. We have no idea. Men I have just, no idea. I ask them out myself. But also, there's a and there's a false thing yeah. when you when you whether you're not your president or whether or not you run a production company or you're someone important. So you have girls attracted to you for the whatever reasons for the wrong not because they're really attracted to you but because you're in a position of power. Yeah. So these guys we're talking about in Hollywood, they've had like girls come on to them all the time, regardless of whether or not they look like Brad Pitt or George Clooney or something like that. They have a lot of attention from women. Sure. And so they may not know like when they hit when they hit on another woman who's not interested in them at all. They may just be like, whoa, what's going on here? I always, like, women love me. I'm always with, you know, these hot young models are always around me. Why aren't you interested? And they kind of push it a little bit and even get a little angry. Well, women are yeah. attracted to powerful guys, right? I mean, if, you, you, me? if you took me and I had <laughs> an extra billion dollars, I'm, I'm oh, yeah. going to be bumped up a couple points. Sure. Whereas, ironically, I would not hang out with you if you had an extra billion dollars. You'd be such an asshole. <laughs> you would be so horrible. <laughs> That's the thing. Guys, see, I, I have this theory that guys don't really know what other guys are doing. Like, I would like li- I would be friends with George Bush for, like, 50 years and not know that he's grabbing girls' asses. Because I don't like... There's, like, guys... I guess guys tell stories to each other, but they're not really about, like, gross stories. They're more like... Maybe if they, like, you know, had sex with a model, they would brag about it, maybe. But no one's going to be like... So yeah, maybe I, the dirty details of it, well, right? Not, they, well, they, they might, but, it, like, they're not going to say, like, I grab the girl's ass who didn't see me coming or I groped the girl who was like a victim like they don't tell victim stories like the real predators aren't sharing their stories well, like of like said too like guys are not as intuitive so they don't I guess maybe they don't realize something that's making a girl uncomfortable so yes. they don't you know because that's where that's another thing like where is the line drawn to is it just if a girl feels uncomfortable then is it something wrong you know and well, it, it, is, it is though right isn't that the current standard well yeah but girls feel uncomfortable for, I mean, girls feel uncomfortable around men a lot. You know, that's sort of like the tension, right? Isn't that the tension? Like, guys are like, kind of have to be a little creepy, and girls have to be a little suspect of everybody. Yeah. And then it, at some point, they get married. Aren't you kind of a little <laughs> bit kind of programmed that way? Remember, like, the old movies, and the women would smack the men, and then they'd pull them closer and kiss them, and it's like, now that would be very wrong. It would be like, <laughs> you're probing me. Yeah, that would be, like, be assault. You know, in movies, you'd see that it's all about the chase, the guys to keep asking her out, but Today, wouldn't that be like every stalkerish? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like every old couple, the lady will be like, "Well, I was working at some fucking place, and he came by every day and asked me out every day for two years." And it's like, I'm a fucking creep. That was a romantic. That used to be a romantic story. Like he wouldn't leave me alone. Like guys always stalked women, and that's how they got married, right? You do have to pursue women to some degree, right? Well, now you can just do it on Instagram, so there's no need to like actually go into the workplace. Yeah, but now they put stuff on Instagram that people write, and then now when you're in trouble, they expose all the messages. They have copies of all the messages, and they only show the ones that are really bad, so it looks really bad. Ooh. So, like, you know, it's like, I, I think guys are a little lost. Now, that's different, I think, than the predator guys. But those guys like Weinstein, by the way, are not going back to their buddies and going like, yeah, I forced, I raped this woman, you know, like I did this stuff. They're not telling their guy friends that. No, that's like a skeleton in the closet Well, it's like, I mean, they know, like they even know, like that's, like their guy friends are going to find them disturbing. So why do they do it? Is it just like the thrill of conquering something? I don't, I think they're fucked, those guys are fucked in the head. Some of those guys. Some of those guys. if you're too embarrassed to tell anybody. But that's different than the comedy guy who's like trying to hit on, like that's different than probably like. David Spade. You mean like hitting the, on every hitting on every girl he meets just because he's like David Spade. Yeah, well, because sure. he's out because he's going to hit on hundred girls and then two of them are going to hook up with him or whatever. He's just playing the numbers. Yes, I think I think for a lot of guys, 
you know, there's some kind of thrill. It's it's thrill-seeking behavior. Like, what can I get away with? Like, I remember for yeah. like a week, I would just go into Rite Aid and not pay for shit. What? I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. <laughs> Very Winona Ryder of you. <laughs> it's just like, let's see. the same mentality as asking girls. What were, you ta- asking <laughs> what were you taking from the Rite Aid? Uh, wine and paper towels, mostly. You got no, that makes sense. Well, this guy came and was like, hey, stop, I'm security. And I was like, well, stopping would be a fairly terrible idea. I think I'm just going to run away. Never did it again. <laughs> I don't think it's... But what, like, it was psychotic. And, and you know, I've never uh, pulled my dick out, and that never seemed like a good idea. But I feel like it's the same sort of weird... You that was your... You got the rush. You got yeah. the rush. Like, yeah. trying something you've never done that's exactly. wrong. What about, what, about, have you, what about killing people, Matt? Have you done something like that just for the same rush? <laughs> well... Animals? What the, have you done? The, see, or like tiny ladybugs or something? Like pulling the wings <laughs> off of like... No, how did we get to that? I'm not as comfortable <laughs> around you anymore. Well, how Also, did... by the way, when you steal liquor, that's not shoplifting. That's, that's just... like a felony. <laughs> yeah. Stealing like a pack of gum or a girl stealing mascara, that's shoplifting. Stealing liquor is clearly motivated by you wanting liquor. Yeah, but I had the money. <laughs> yes. I had plenty okay. of money. Uh, you could have paid him back tomorrow. It's fine. <laughs> well, how did it go? Like with Louis... And you might know more about this, or and we've probably heard the same stories, but he apologized, sort of half apology, but he said that he asked the women beforehand, and I don't know if that's him lying or not, but if that's true, even if they were uncomfortable, I don't really see the issue. He if, did He did ask He did ask them ahead of time. Well, but according I think to felt, him, but I'm not sure if they would agree with that. No, I think they. I think the ladies said that he did ask them, but in a creepy... But was it like a weird ask where they were kind yeah. of cornered and like there really wasn't an option? Like I think guys like Louis... Like a rhetorical ask. Yeah, it wasn't really okay, an Okay, but ask. it's Louis C.K. I mean, if you've ever heard his stand-up, why would you expect him to say, let me take you out for a carriage ride and some roses and then... <laughs> yeah, he's kind of a weird dinner. guy. You know, he's a goofball. You kind of Yeah, but here's it. the thing. I'm going to defend women for a moment because I must because nobody else is here. So the guys... We're all just never, terrible humans. Right. The guys never, guys in like in a position of weakness never do this, right? So it's always like a guy would never like... when he, If Louis C.K. was coming up in the business and he, he was hanging around like more powerful female comics, he would not have done the same thing, right? Totally. He would no. not have been with like Joan Rivers or somebody else and, like, when he's a rookie and gone like, hey, I'm just going to whip my dick out and masturbate. Do you do mind? Do you mind? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he knows he, it would hurt his career mm-hmm. and he would be black, blacklisted and he'd never work again. Right. So these guys are only doing it with women they know, like, sort of are looking up to them or have, they have a position of power over. Yeah. So they're not, like, completely psychotic. They're not completely psychotic. They have a method to their madness, which is sort of like, you know, they're not doing it to, like, someone who could fire them or someone who could ruin them. Do you think it's, like, almost like a sick addiction, though? Like, once they do it once, then, like, know it works. Oh, yeah. That's their again, thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Every guy, I, rec- I recommend to women before they get married, figure out what that thing is with your guy. Because whatever it Everyone's is... Everyone's, like, addicted to something. Yes, and by the way, he's not going to tell you before you're married. I would be so embarrassed, <laughs> be, though. I would not, something. like, take off my shirt in front of a guy and be like, hey, I'd be so embarrassed. Like, what? You know, wouldn't that be I so know. Ma- Like, as a girl. Yeah. Wouldn't you be so terrified to say, I'm just going to go up and... Well, the weird thing is... Oh, do yeah. something sexual. They're going to run away. Well, that's, oh, be- that's so different. Yeah, like, if I was in a position of power... Oh, you mean... Like, oh, yeah, you yeah, mean I would like, be mortified mm-hmm. thinking of even doing that. I would be like, I can't do that. The women, women in power seem to choose very traditional things, which is just get a young boyfriend. Like, you know... And, and like, be nice to them. They're like... Yeah, yeah. Buy them, a tr- yeah. buy them a... Like, you know, when Mariah Carey or Jennifer Lopez or somebody becomes single again in their 40s, they just get a 22-year-old boyfriend and buy him a truck. Right. So yeah. much fun. And I assume they're having lots of sex, but they're not like it's not like creepy sex. But that's what guys should do. Like that's what they should do instead. But guys are yeah. creepy. That's what my, the whole question goes back to: Are guys just creepy pigs? Because like George H. W. Bush, I assume is big enough that he could get like 
girls brought to his room or escorts or whatever he wanted young women. But, but he's actually he's doing the thrill. butt he's yeah. doing the butt pinching thing. Isn't that kind well, of like I wonder if there's a correlation I just thought of this, but when you look like let's just take Weinstein and Louis, both those guys are like highly unattractive people. True. Um, what? So, <laughs> so I wonder Jesus, if, if it goes back to like being frustrated like at a young age, like I couldn't get girls and now I got like a grudge against women and and so I you know I'm going to show them or whatever cuz I feel like it, and, and not being attracted to dudes, I feel like if Clooney, you know, pulled and I love Clooney by the way, but uh, I feel like if Clooney pulled out his his wang, it'd be like hmm, that sounds it would it's just not be that a, bad. It, it, at worst, it's a nice wang, you have nice face. <laughs> right. At worst, it would be a funny story you tell your girlfriends. It would not be like a sexual assault. It right? wouldn't. Yeah, I don't think, and I could be easily wrong. I don't know anything. If about like it, Ryan Gosling pulled his junk out, it would be like a at worst a funny story you told your friends. At best, it would be a lovely night, right? <laughs> but it would not be like I was just sexually assaulted by Ryan Gosling. He's not creepy, right? Because you don't see him as creepy because he's really handsome. I well, yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, handsome guys can be creepy too. Handsome really, guys can be creepy sexual abusers too. Well, uh, yes, I agree. But I also I agree with Matt's point that I think the guys guys have a grudge against women. Well, it's like Napoleon yeah. complex, kind of, but like yes. in, a, in a weird. <laughs> These weren't yeah. like successful guys, Chubby, like ugly way. weren't necessarily successful guys in high school. I've known those kind of guys, yeah, that the couldn't really get girls, and and now they become sort of aggressive in a in a weird Angry. way. But it's also, I think it's wired, genetically wired though too. Seems to run in families and other shit like that. Oh, gross. Yeah, sorry. Check this shit. I'll just That's give you advice. Check this stuff out. Yeah. Check this stuff out, guys. The guys have their thing. The guys are gonna have their one thing. Find out what it is before you get married. It's, you don't want to be surprised by it one What's day. What's your thing? Uh, I don't have a thing, Matt. <laughs> I do you other mean, guys. Like, like an addiction? It, yeah, but like it could a... be a weird, like a fetish. It could be like a very small little thing. Well, where... I guess you have to like look at their dads too, right? Isn't that what you said? It, like, yeah. The family. It doesn't so have their to dad's be like a creepy old man. Yes, it doesn't have to be super sexual. It could just be a weird thing where they have to wear hats somewhere or something like that. Like <laughs> they have see to in porn or the it's porn they watch. Yeah, you know what? Or the porn they watch. Is I always like... see the smoking porn. I'm like, who is this for? What smoking porn? It's like a chick smoking a cigarette. Oh yes, that's the thing too. You know, doing sexual. Yeah, Very if unhealthy. Yeah, if he's watching the women with the heels crushing the bugs, <laughs> just know that's not going away. That's not like a passing thing. No, that's I, something that when he's 70, he's still going to be doing that. That's so, not terrible, though. Like, watching pictures you, of girls well. kill bugs. Like, that's you. okay. You're going you're gonna to make a good wife. You're going to make a good wife. You're I'm very sad. <laughs> like, oh, but if you've harassed other women. What kind you. of, yeah, what kind of, I mean, it's always, and women have their thing, too, but guys have their thing. But there's always some creepy thing they're not telling you about. And if it's a wine scene thing, it's a horrible thing. I feel like women... What you're saying have that, except they're just completely insane about something. Uh, like they have a certain. Um, also, like you turn out, it turns out they're afraid of dolphins or something. Yes, but also the guys don't care. Whatever it is that women have, the guys don't care. Yeah, like women have some horrible secret, and they, they tell the guy, and the guy's like, "I just don't care." <laughs> like that's just like that's fine. Yeah. Aww. And then if he says to you, "I have I also have my secrets," then you should run away. Just run away. Because <laughs> whatever his secrets are, they're a lot worse than yours. Hi, uh, can, you, uh, can you guys do an email we have from Sarah? Sure. Yeah, we have an email from a, from a female uh, viewer. Uh, she wants to know if you guys have turned over your nudes or sex photos to Facebook for safekeeping. Uh, so you got, I guess no. I'm the only person who heard about this, <laughs> but Facebook has asked everybody, uh, I suppose men and women, to turn over their naked photos or sex photos to Facebook. You upload them. They put them into their computer thing. And uh, then it, it blocks them from ever being posted on social media. So if you have an ex-boyfriend who has the same photos, 
he can never post them on Facebook, I guess. They could do others. Well, they own Instagram, too, so Instagram as well. Um, and technically, it seems like a good idea from somebody who doesn't understand life very well. <laughs> like, it actually might block a naked photo of you from being online one day. But it on comes hand, from a good place, but it's a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But you have to blindly have blind faith in Facebook, who you don't know, to upload all your photos and just assume they won't now be spread all over all the net. All it's going to be is guys getting these fake Facebook emails and emailing girls and saying, I work for Facebook. Yes. Uh, I'd like you to send me your new photos. So <laughs> I, 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 I thought of that already. Oh, okay. Let I me thought of that over. already. Although, if you think about it, so I'm guessing no, the answer is no from both of you? No. Well, just like crushing fact. I don't have nudes. Oh, well, what about uh, any, uh, any exes? Do exes have boy, uh, nudes? No, I have Because you're not going to revenge affirmed, porn yourself. No, I'm not like, going to send that policy. I thought everyone so. had nudes at this point. I'm like the one, and I'm a little old to be that one. So. There, are, there, is a, uh, uh, there is a study out. I love studies that are pointless. And there's a study out that uh, 75% of women under 30 have uh, nude photos of them not in their control. Seventy-five percent. I'm part of the twenty-five. I definitely don't. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, I guess you might know if it was secretive, but you would probably know if your boyfriend or someone took photos of you, or you, or you sent yeah. him photos. Um, I mean, it was like Lindsey Vaughn was just had her stuff leaked like a month ago from t- when she was dating Tiger Woods, and she sent him nude photos, and they all got leaked. So I, I always thought like women were smarter not doing it anymore. But apparently, you know, it's been ten years now since they've all been stolen, and they're still doing it. I don't think they're that smart. Like. Uh, Jennifer. Women in general? Is that what you mean? <laughs> no, no. The, the, women, the women who get their stuff hacked or whatever. Like Jennifer Lawrence, uh, you know, who I find incredibly annoying, had this like sob story about, uh, uh, you know, it's like I feel like I've been violated. It's like, uh, first of all, you're the one that put your nude photos onto a cloud, which is a hard drive somewhere, I believe. And then uh, responded to an email asking for your password. Why don't you take a little bit of responsibility here? You're kind of dumb. Yeah, if you're gonna ta- if you're gonna have news of yourself, you should at least learn the technology. <laughs> you at least owe it to yourself to understand what the cloud is, because Matt yeah. described it very poorly. I have no idea what it is. But it's called the cloud, which sounds like something <laughs> anyone can go to. Yeah, it just yeah. doesn't sound secure. It's not called the vault. It's called the cloud, right? It should be called the vault. <laughs> yes, it's called the cloud, and in the very least, every Apple employee has access to it. You assume. So oh, that's terrible. So no, you don't have no news, Mary Kate. I would think if I were a celebrity, I'd be constantly freaking out that people were looking at my phone and stuff. I wouldn't have anything on my phone, not even text messages like with my mother. I'd always be deleting things just to be super. Well, private. even not even that. But, I think the reason why I don't have it, truthfully, is friends that I have that have done, you know, films and movies that have nude scenes. Yes. Yeah. If you Google them, that's all you get. Yes. So oh, in yeah. my mind, I think ever since I saw that, I was like, oh, God, I can't do anything that's even borderline because then my name is just attached to a bunch of right. like, Someone will just you, like, yeah. screen capture it. It's, yeah, it's well, if you're, if, you're doing, if you're doing a movie, it's a little different, though, than if you're with your boyfriend, like, whatever. I mean, it's not per- I mean, that's yeah, work. But, yeah, we didn't do that in Ohio. You know? No? Like, you have to leave room for Jesus when you dance. Yeah. No Isn't Jesus Ohio the there? meth capital? Uh, in the, uh, yeah, the, so uh, people are really more concerned about where the meth is. The not, math not and the uh, <laughs> opiate, <laughs> capital, <laughs> opiate capital of the country. There's so much weird shit going on in Ohio. It reminds me of Orange County. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just did not the have enough dirtiest place in the country. my home in Ohio to, like, take naked pictures. Well, here's what happens. always like, Leave the door open, you know, not... Here's what happens, especially privacy. young women, very dumb when they're in love, right? Very dumb. And they do all these things because they love a boy or a boy loves them. Right. And they get carried away and they send, and they want to be popular or they whatever. I mean, it's very common and there's a lot of social pressure for it. So I think there does need to be, and there are revenge porn laws in California, which are very strict, actually. 
only for the last year or two that you can go to jail for actually doing that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. I just did a thing. This is like a little segue, but I just did a thing with the FBI through Cal State Northridge. Yes. Where we did this um, like interactive theater with like preteens about this, where it happens to preteens. These like predators find them on Snapchat or whatever and then yes. like, blast oh. their photos. It's like revenge. Yeah. You did an interactive yeah. revenge porn preteen show? We didn't call it that. Okay. Because it was for like the archdiocese. <laughs> I would have got, that would have popped up on my uh, calendar events on, that I would have wanted to go to. Uh, yeah, well, uh, it's uh, a terrible uh, thing, but they, they're really taking action. Like geez. the FBI and the LAPD. A guy home. pretended to be, a story we did a couple months ago, a guy pretended to be Justin Bieber, had a fake Justin Bieber account on Twitter or whatever, and got like tons of young teen girls to send sure. him naked photos. Oh, so, wow. So I would send my photo to Justin Bieber. I don't really think I've been asked. But then you can send it to Facebook. Is that? Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> you like block it. Well, no one's asked me. <laughs> this guy has. Yeah, I guess you can. Yeah, no one's. Asked, really? I think they single out the uh, the dim ones. Well, they, they, just, they cast they a wide the net. They've done it before. They cast like, a wide net. But there's so many celebrities have had their nude photos out there, and it's really shocking to me as a father of a daughter. I love when people say in Hollywood, "I'm the father of a daughter." Because that excuses anything they do. Like, <laughs> that is a, true. You're like, I understand where yes, you're coming from. As a father of a daughter, uh, I would just literally kill my daughter she like posted any I don't even like yeah. post her anything on social social media is so disgusting uh, I mean there's a valid purpose for it but of course once you have 500 million guys on a thing, on a platform <laughs> it's going to get really gross I, I mean just the 10, the 10 guys in a locker room is disgusting 500 million guys behind their computer screens yeah. is the grossest yeah. thing I can, the most disgusting thing I can I think of I feel like they go right over my head though I'm sure I've been asked for a picture and then I just sent them like a picture of my dinner what? Here you go. You asked for a picture. That's probably your pearls. Not a you sent a picture a of your pearls. I'm eating meatloaf for dinner. Here you go. Does, yeah. Does, does that work? Because like sometimes things go over my head and I've I don't realize. Seen, uh, like on Tinder and stuff like that. Like guys will. I've seen guys be like, "Send me nudes," but I'm like, "Does that work?" Like that's does, like so not a great. I don't no, know. No. Like, that <laughs> would not the work. The only person that's gonna work with is someone who has like a nude arsenal, like in yes. their camera roll. Like, <laughs> like no one's gonna be like, "Oh, great! I have twenty minutes to go take a perfect nude photo in my mirror right now." <laughs> someone like, I've never met. Like that would just not. You have, to have an not, arsenal to do that. Well, I don't understand. Yeah. So I mean, if it's from the waist down too, it's like who can really tell? Yeah. So Matt, you're telling me your dick pics you send are not authentic. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and you'd rather get a picture of a girl from the waist down than like the chest down? Uh. I'm just saying, oh. if the races match, <laughs> you don't even know you're not you're looking getting. at her labia later. Like, wait a minute. You well, know. also, you got to be really dumb to send a photo with your face on it. I mean, how yeah, dumb would you be to send on. a nude photo with your face on it? A lot of times, like, even the celebrity ones are not. They know to not put their face in it. But then there's always like one shot in the mirror. You can see their face, and you know who it is. But uh, guys send dick pics, right? All the time. You guys get dick pics? Yep. Mary Kate, no dick pics. Um, again, I don't think I've gotten a dick. I'm moving to the Midwest. Bye yeah. Would you okay, what's your, what's your, your, I've been Catholic school. What's your Instagram? What's your Instagram account? Because we have an audience that was gonna, definitely going to send you dick pics. Don't tell them. <laughs> Make it private today. I wonder if guys, there's no way guys are saying their own dick dicks, are they? I think it's a thing that guys do. Really? Yeah. That's like the, the, so the Louis C.K. thing, the, the Harvey Weinstein thing. I don't understand that. Even Richard Dreyfus, we're talking about like, why are guys whipping their dicks out? I don't really understand that. I think they're na- like, go ahead. That's not that's never ever worked before. I think they're it? naive and they think that the chick's gonna be like, oh, that's so hot. But really, it's like you're just showing your friends and making fun. I of think the guy. even when you're yeah, dating a guy exactly. and you're in love, you don't want to just see like a picture of his. It's penis not attractive. It's just that's weird. Not, no, no one's attracted to that. No one's like, oh, I can't wait to have sex. That's, with a, that's, that's <laughs> a but on but on Grinder, Matt, where you are, um, <laughs> that works, right? I, I don't think it does. Really? I I, I've never done that it. That seems like a male, it seems like a strictly male behavior. Like it would never ever work with women, well, but like primal with male. Like prim- guys. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like primal male behavior, like guys 
showing off their parts to each other might be a thing, but I don't know that it actually is a female I mean, thing. This are, has to be a fetish because, like, they could be right down the street from you or just, like, a few minutes away drive, but they'd rather send pictures. Why, yeah. why is it a picture obsession? You mean the guys who go back to the overcoat, like, in the park and, like, like whip out their... Like yeah, that's gone. Those guys have all gone. Those guys have all gone away. They, don't yeah, like, need, they can just send photos now. There's no flashers anymore. <laughs> it's not even fun anymore. I Dick used to see any flashers. Yes. But at least with the flasher, it was all his. I mean, you knew it was his. I did get the same dick pic, um, like, twice, Uh, like, six months later. Yeah. Which I think is kind of funny. Like, I got one from one guy, and then, like, six months, we had been texting a little bit, and six months later, he sent me the same picture, just, like, out of the blue. (laughs) So he kept it on file. So that must be just the one. Like, he must just have this one where he was like, oh, I looked really good this day. (laughs) Great angle. We actually, I told you, man, on Facebook, uh, anytime I post a picture of, like, an actress or something like that, they just, people, it's always somewhere in a foreign land, a name I can't pronounce, but they'll send tons of dick pics, just assuming that if you post a photo of a, a woman, that it's a woman, and they just send dick pics. It must be, like, reflexive, where they're just hitting the send oh, button. Oh, really? I think you're on a weird, like, yeah. Facebook algorithm, especially <laughs> no. since they asked you to what send about your about, news. like, the Instagram models? Like, those girls that just take tons of beautiful pictures of themselves, and they get tons of likes. They must get a lot of, of pictures like that in their I'm direct sure messages. you have to, like, probably block messages every day. That's, like, a full-time job. I can't imagine what they deal with. Okay, so what, percentage, wonder- of, what percentage of guys is this? Ladies, what percentage of guys are creepy? Because that was my original question that we never got to. Mm. Oh, percentage of guys. Oh, see, but this is such a wide net. Like, is it the percentage of guys that just, like, send gross dick pics? Because that's 100%. What, per- what percent- <laughs> is it, like, right. the percentage of guys that are what truly percentage creepy? Of your, what percentage of guys you think in, in private are grabbing girls' asses without them knowing, sending dick pics, whipping out their dicks in, 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 in movie trailers? What percentage of guys is that versus overall guys? I think there's a percent that do it and the other percent that wants to do it, but they refrain. I want a number, Mary-Kate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe 60% of guys? 60? Wow. Definitely more than half, oh. right? Alex, what do you think? Oh, jeez. Yeah, as a guy, um, I'd say 5%, but you, I don't well, have I'm it. Also, like, I'm so off. I'm really single, to me. so that's like a new... So I guess it could go from like the people I have dated in the recent months yes. of being single and the odds of that, of like who I was like, mm, this person's a little creepy and this person's not... I don't know. I'd go like probably two out of every ten are women. Okay, twenty percent. I, I have a question. No, no, no. For... The opposite. Like twenty percent are good. Oh, eighty percent creepy. Are crap. Yeah. Wow. Oh there wow. I feel like I'm in the minority. So and... Matt and Brian. <laughs> so Sorry, but... welcome we... to the twenty percent boys. <laughs> if you go on like an online dating thing, uh, which I don't do. Obviously, there's the heavier chick that maybe takes the photo from the high angle. Um, you know, maybe not the most honest photo. Sure. You, you uh, see what I'm getting at? Like, yeah. does the does the dick match up? Or, like, is it or is it like, oh wow, that was just all camera work? I think it's all it's all the angles. Really? The angles I feel like you could misrepresent. If, if you had like yeah. a two inch dick, you could make it look huge. On, Are you? On but a yeah, photo. we have all these apps now. <laughs> yeah, but edit. ultimately, aren't you going <laughs> to oh, be anything in your penis? <laughs> yeah. Is it? But the, isn't the goal to meet up? And isn't that? I mean, or you think guys are buying like miniaturized items of regular items, and they're using those in their photos? <laughs> Like really small little can- a tiny can- little hot rod car, tiny little hot rod cars, or like little <laughs> mini the mini co- the mini coke cans or something like that. And they're like you're doing that miniature art. It seems possible. I don't know. So you're saying the goal of these guys is not even to meet women; it's just a fetish to send this stuff. I have no idea. I'm just wondering if, if the uh, photos are too flattering. Sometimes it's to be pr- possibly dishonest. Oh, or misleading, yeah. I, I should say. I think that happens all the time. I think Instagram okay. in general is dishonest. We're is all every... posting pictures. Wouldn't you want to oh. under... If it was me, I would want to, like, undershoot it, though. Like, really? I don't want to look of... Be better uh, in person? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'd be like, oh, yeah. Or, or, yeah. or not send it. 
Just right, not I wouldn't send, send it in the first place. But I'm just thinking if I did. You guys, you got to realize you have parents out there somewhere, Matt. The last thing was your parents, your, your dick pic popping up with your parents somehow. Yeah, you're still on your parents' phone plan. Like being in it. They <laughs> might see it. But the way the internet works, you have to assume everything's beaming to your parents, whether or not they're... You know, it's you on know. the cloud. It's on the cloud, right? Do you want something on the cloud your parents and some of your kids are going to see? I think my parents still have a dial-up. I'm not sure. But <laughs> I, I understand what you're getting at. Yeah, if they're going Matt Ross and dick pics, you got a problem. But that shit pops up. Who knows where that shit's going to pop up? So say someone hates you and they send it to your parents. As a guy, there's You don't just care. No, I know you don't care. There's no good reason... There's no positive that can come from it. You're Brett Favre with the Crocs. It's like, oh, God. What's wrong with Crocs? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a few things. But, you know. Yeah, no. I'm, uh, yes, there's, it's, a, it's clearly a selfish fetish. It's clearly they're doing it for their own jollies. Oh, 100%. It's not like the Louis C.K., all the wine scene in the plant and stuff like that. It's not like there has to be a woman there. They need, like, a woman there. But it's just because they have some weird thing going on. They could, like... Replace that with a mannequin, I think, and just be as... as they as should good. Do, that's what you should suggest. Well, sex dolls. Sex dolls are coming. The robots are coming. All that stuff. They're making it for these guys who like that kind of stuff. Yeah, remember the movie Her? I mean, that was... That's where we're headed. That's where we're headed. I don't remember that one. I remember Ex Machina, the models. I mean, the robots. Her. Did anyone see that? It's like I saw. I I love that that. movie. We fall in love with the we fall in love with the AI program. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson's voice. Yeah, they have phone sex. Yeah, she has great. She has a great voice. She has a great phone sex voice. The Real Girl is a pretty good movie. I thought. Lars and the Real Girl. Yeah. Oh, is that kind of a similar story where it's like in love with a doll? But those are like sad. Those are like sad guys. Those aren't like wine scene like. Sad. I think I'm part of the wine scene. Sad comedians. One of those wine scene things is like that humiliation, I think, of women. It's like to humiliate. Like, you know, why would he ask them to watch him take a shower? That's just like, we, that's just like, I, I want to make a woman feel really uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> like that was that. Like, it's he joy. He just wants, like, the power of, like, I can tell you to do anything and you'll do it. Like, right. Yeah. But he's doing it to women only. So he's not doing it to guys. Although he wasn't complete asshole to guys as well. He belittled guys as well. He didn't call it. He did. He didn't get naked in front of the guys, but he also belittled them and humiliated them as much as he possibly could. Yeah. So he got off on that. He clearly got off on that in a different way. So I don't know. All right. So I want to ask you if you if you can can you stay for a little bit, Alex? Yeah. We're gonna do our scale of victimization test, which I just invented like five minutes ago. Ooh. Now this is gonna be very both awkward and uncomfortable. Do I get a vote or is just just the, uh, no, you can get a vote too, Matt. Okay. Oh, your vote will not be counted. You're going to be like a, a minority in a, in, in a red state. Your vote will not be counted. Uh, but you still have the right to go to the ballot. You still have the right to go to the ballot. Right. Um, so here's my here's my here's one of our last minute earth concern, last minute earth concerns is that there are like real sex offenders out there, mm-hmm. and they're being and they should be I don't know you can kill them for all I care they probably should be killed um, just on accusations alone just kill them in the old days they would have like the father would have father or brother would have gone with a gun and just shot the guy right. And yeah. I'm kind of for bringing that back. Or you could just do them like witches, you know? Yeah, or like we'd burn them alive. Or put rocks on their feet and see if they'll sink. You're going to get one or two, <laughs> in, yeah, one or two innocent guys. But for the most part, you're going to kill some really, really deviant guys. But these are people who have done, they're lumping in now. They're holding me, did you do a Me Too campaign? Did you do hashtag Me Too? Um, oh, I didn't do that. Hashtag I, Me Too? I know what you're talking about. I yes. did not post that, but. And I felt like. Every woman felt, uh, certainly every woman who has a following, felt obligated to write a story about a time a man did something to her that made her uncomfortable or was even worse. Sometimes they were really horrible stories, but sometimes they were not so horrible stories from a guy's point of view, where a guy would think, like, that's just, 
you know. that, and that's why I didn't post it. I didn't post that because I didn't feel like I had. I didn't want my story to down credit these women who were sharing these yes, stories that really right? were terrible, terrible things. Yeah, like we have yeah. a criminal code for things that are crimes, and then we have like this moral code for things that are just like despicable behavior, but aren't illegal yeah, necessarily. Yeah. And I think they've been lumped in together. So I'm going to do this test where I'm going to ask you like, what is Truly, truly victimization, what is horrible that you would tell your story about and versus what you would not. Matt, you can pretend to be a girl here as you do on Saturday evenings oh, for the purposes <laughs> of this. Okay, so uh, Playboy model Carrie Stevens claims Oliver Stone honked her breast at a party in 1991. Honked it? Yeah, he oh, grabbed it and made a honk sound. <laughs> yeah, made a honk sound. Oh. What is that? How, how, uh, and, and by the way, I, Oliver Stone, is a, he's a weird, very weird dude. I'm going to throw that out there, not to defend him, but he's like... Bizarre, he's a bizarre fellow. And this is like a zero to ten, where ten is like something that they should be stoned to death. And ten is, is they something? have to be murdered on the spot, okay. and, and zero is uh, where you would let it pass. Where you would totally let it pass. Not only would you let it pass, not report it, but you would also it wouldn't bother you. I'm gonna give that a six. Whoa, breast honking six. Right, yeah, Kate? that would hurt. First of all. And yeah, that would really bother me since that's six. Yeah, six. Wow, we started out with a six on the honking, Matt. If without the honking sound, yes. I would think it would be more like a six. But I'm going to give it a two. Yeah, because it sounds like a, a futile attempt at humor. If uh, I sound to me, <laughs> You're giving him credit for his my vote doesn't count. Oliver <laughs> Stone is such an awkward. He's such an awkward guy. He's like sort of an aspy awkward guy. That I think he like is so socially awkward that he just did it like not even for sex, just because he saw a woman with. Large just to be funny. Playmate yeah. press, and he did it. Thought it was hilarious. And yeah, was, I get it, but he needs, he needs to be given a six. <laughs> yes, so he okay, six, future. six, yeah. two. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not voting. Uh, okay, suspended soccer goalie. Everyone's gonna have a little title here. Hope Solo <laughs> claims that FIFA president Sepp Blatter grabbed her ass at an award show right before she went on stage to present. He grabbed her ass, an ass grab, at an award show at, at a soccer. I don't know who goes to soccer awards. I think Hope Solo is a, a sociopath, and yes, I don't believe anything that she says, so I'm going to go zero. But assuming it happened, uh, that's probably a four. You would be crazy. By the way, you'd be crazy as a guy to grab Hope Solo's ass because she has beat down so many people. She beat the shit out of her nephew. Yeah, she did beat the shit out of her nephew. Yeah, she, she did. Yeah, um, that's so, a brave guy. But I would. Well, he's an also this is an also creepy guy. But what do you give? I mean, so I'm just going to put grabbing on where I had grabbing before. So okay. I'm just going to put grabbing at like a Button boob are the same. Button boob are the same. Also, if you could... Yeah, if, if it's a joker, it's not. Like, it's still... Also, I'd like to know if this has ever happened to you before. Just to see how widespread it is. Um, yes. Ass grab? Okay. Oh, I thought it did, and I turned around and yelled, and they actually didn't, which was almost more embarrassing oh, no. that they did not grab my butt, and I had this whole speech, and they didn't actually grab my butt, Wait, which was mortifying. Mary-Kate, are we going to get to the point when you start crying because you haven't been sexually harassed enough? <laughs> this is really like, it was an amusement park. The unwanted like a child. Branch hit my butt, and I was like, how dare you? And they actually didn't do anything. Oh my god! It was actually, oh, more embarrassing for that I guy. think than if he had actually grabbed my or butt. Um, I'll have to think though if it's actually happened. I'm, I'm feeling sorry for you. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, okay, another Playboy model, Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy uh, claims Steven Seagal asked her to take her clothes off in a one-on-one casting session for Under Siege Two back in 1995. Mary Kate, why don't you go first? Naked casting. First of all, so just him asking. Uh, well, he first he asked her to sit on the couch next to him near the fireplace. <laughs> oh no! 
mean, we would have to factor in that so she's a Cassie nude Cash. model, wouldn't we? She is a nude model, but that doesn't mean you have the Was right the to ask to see her. Nude, though? Can I ask that? Well, no, you can because uh, she uh, she said that her agent told her, she, and she repeated to him, that age, there was no nudity in the role. Okay. But he told her that the, the role required off-camera nudity. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. And by the way, I'm not making any of this shit up. This actually... Was he serious? <laughs> No, this, this is, is, this is 95. Steve, this is 95. Steven Seagal, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, Steven yeah. Seagal seems like a huge creep. Yeah, this, but he was hot and not attractive hot. But he was hot in 95. He was a big actor in 95. I'm going to go six and a half, possibly seven. Really? So, so this is for scary. asking the question and asking her to like. So he asked her to take her. So she. Uh, so Jenny McCarthy says she wore a muumu to the casting session. So that Why? he would not, so he, oh. she would not, so she would look like she was not into, like she was not going to wear like something racy. Okay, okay. So intentionally, like say, look, I'm here just to be cast and understand. What an too. asshole! You know, what? never mind. Three, <laughs> three, yes. She, <laughs> she, she <laughs> wait, what's a muumuu? Uh, like a big shapeless dress, like a oh. gra- like a big shapeless like heavy grandma yeah. dress. Oh, to not get hit on. Yeah, okay. so she would let him know right away she was there just for serious acting and understage too. <laughs> Oh, um, that sucks. She was probably just disappointed that she couldn't get looked at as more than just a... What's your, what's your number, Mary-Kate? Well, I would say if you're just asking the question, then I would say like a four. You're just asking. Well, so I it's think creepy, you, but it's not... But it's also, but it's, also implied, it's also implied that you're going to get the role or not get the role, right? Because clearly oh. if you turn him down... I mean, it's a casting session. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that would just be disappointing. Without a casting director, by the way, which yeah. is, should give you some red flags. <laughs> like maybe... Meet me in my place for the casting next to the fireplace. Yeah, he's just taking advantage of the situation, like, on all levels. Yeah. I feel like I'm, like, the Simon on American Idol of this game. Like, I'm really <laughs> yes. mean to yes. me. But, you're, like, the light has Well, yeah, I, I, I don't think anyone's going to defend Steven Seagal. But uh, also, but here's the thing. Do you change the number because she should have... I don't want to say she should have known better. That's going to sound horrible. But if Steven Seagal says, I want to meet you to go over this role, to discuss this role, and there's no casting people or other people there and just meet him one-on-one... Is that kind of like... I just, I can't, I feel like it's the the way the world is right now. I would never want to say something where I would be like, well, it's kind of her fault. Because no. You know, like she didn't want to be in a movie. Like she wanted to do this. She, maybe she didn't know that there was supposed to be a cast. Is there ever, is there ever a time when in a business situation where a man says the meeting must take place in my hotel room where it's not just creepy and implied what's going to happen? Like why, is there ever a situation where you'd say like, oh, that sounds on the up and up? I would already feel creeped out, and I'd say we have to meet in the lobby. No, Why you know would you what? go to his room? I have had friends who have met with people who are certain celebrities yes. who can't meet in hotel lobbies and who can't meet at bars. But so one they on, by themselves? They go by themselves? But they go by themselves? Well, someone else will walk you up there. You don't necessarily know it's going to be by yourself. So I do, I think, I don't know. There's it's so many, like, meet in the broom closet. It's weird because you would never do that with a guy you didn't know, right? Or just yeah. like a regular guy. But a celebrity... You just assume they're not going to do well, something bad, that's a good right? Way to manipulate someone saying, "Well, I, I can't be seen in the lobby. Exactly. You have to come to my room." Exactly. That's a wine, actually, that, that was a Weinstein see, move. I can see mm-hmm. that now. How that would work, Mary Kay? If you were a predator, are you going to use that move? <laughs> no. Yeah, you must come to my hotel room. I I'm can't far believe too famous. Alex, tell me, I can't believe that in this day and age, or even back in the nineties, that a young actress wouldn't know when a guy says, "A priest says you, we can't meet. We were supposed to meet in the lobby. We were supposed to meet for lunch, but you have to come to my hotel room." That it wasn't creep. There wasn't some creepy. They had to know going up to that room before they well, knocked on the door. Something bad was about to happen. You're right. right. If it's an average guy, yes. But yes. these guys play on the desperation and the like strong want that I feel like maybe I even share with women like this that you you want to get ahead and you want to get that role and you want to be like the cool like I'm down for anything. Right. You know. Yeah, you might not and know they the play on that. correct process. You might think, oh, this must just be how actors meet. They just go to the hotel rooms. That's, but even that's if you fine, do know you know? the correct process, I think 
a part of you is still like, well, well, this must be what these girls did to make it. Right, right, right. I need to, too. Like, and it's not, so you can't, I don't know if I can judge that because that's, I kind of sadly get where they're coming from. It's terrible. Yeah, but you're also a judge. You're a judge right now in the situation, so I need a score. (laughs) Oh. Jenny McCarthy, score. I would say four, just four. Less than a butt grab. Alex? No, I have to go more than butt grab. And really? Grab, yeah. You're gonna, you're so gonna, it has to be at least a seven. You're going to corner yourself here very shortly. I know. I'm going to go up to yeah. 15 in a I second. Guess the, the question is pretty annoying. So, right, right. What? <laughs> well, it, it, it asked the question. Like, you give me, you a, give me a 10 on my question. So, right. Uh, <laughs> one, this game. Writer Jessica Teich says in the 80s, she entered Richard Dreyfus's trailer. She was working on a project with him. And he had his penis out. And she says, quote, he sort of tried to draw me close to it, end quote. <laughs> That's not very specific. Did he use, like, Svengali, like his mind? Like his mind? I wish like, 11 did. stranger <laughs> things. He sort of tried to draw me close to it. I, I mean, if he had said, like, come here, I guess she would have said that. But he just sort of tried. All right, so what is, where is that on the scale? I don't really understand this one. This one's a little confusing to me. <laughs> yes. By the way, in almost all the stories we're going through today, the guy already has his penis out before the woman even enters the trailer. Not even knowing she's arriving. So I assume he's already doing pleasuring himself, and then yeah. it's just something happens. Well, he could be, like, peeking out the blinds, and he's like, here she comes, which is just a Take sad my thought. Real quick. Yeah. yeah. It, I just, I, after all these stories, I'd never want to go into a trailer. There's a living month stories coming next. Never walk into a, tra- a guy's trailer. I'm going to give this one a two because... It sounds like she entered the trailer. Maybe she, maybe he accidentally was just masturbating. Probably not. But but he tr- he sort of tried to draw her close to it. Don't right? know what that means. I also think well, I don't know. He was smiling and maybe pointing. I don't know. I think like, any woman could beat the shit out of Richard Dreyfuss. So it, to me, it just doesn't. You know, if it was uh, Hulk Hogan or something, I'd probably give it like a six. But. I'm giving it a two because Dreyfus, I, I just feel like, is such a uh, massive puss. He well, doesn't seem scary. No, no, he doesn't. But so he, Rich, before you vote, Mary Kay and Alex, Richard Dreyfus says at the time he thought he was in a courtship with her. Like they'd known each other for years. Okay, so he so thought he's not he was just like being weird. He like was actually trying to get with her. Yeah, he thought like they had he, like he had kissed her on set before, and they had like exchanged phone calls, and like mm-hmm. he thought they had a thing even though it was not consummated. So he thought it was like part of a, like he thought he was in, she was into him. And so when he saw her, it was probably like his dream come true, I guess, in a weird way. So I just, I don't okay. want that to affect your score, but I'm just saying, okay. I, I don't think he was necessarily like picking strange women out. It was like a woman he actually had a thing for for many years. Yeah, I'm going to give this one a three. Okay. Oh, I was going to say an eight. Real? Whoa, whoa, really? I would just be really annoyed, like, well, if you have a thing for me, why don't you ask me out on a date? Why do you just have to have your penis out? Yeah. It's just annoying. <laughs> like, that, that, yeah. It would scare me. You know, you're alone on the trailer. It would shock me. Like, I wouldn't expect it to just be out. So I think I'd be just, like, That's upset. Not, is that not how the men were training your cotillion <laughs> classes back in well, Ohio? When, no, but wouldn't you just be offended, like, that that's what he assumes that's all you deserve? Oh, he I totally would. To take you out I to totally would. I think or, the reason why I didn't give a higher <laughs> score was because... He didn't seem like he forced or did anything like against her will. Like it kind of seemed like if she would have said no, he would have been like, "Okay, cool, let me put it away." That's true. Yeah, as long as he's not scary. So that's that's why I'm giving it a lower score. Even if you were really like, let's say you had like a crush on this guy, would that still? It would still annoy me. I yeah, would think, really, that's, that's think. like how you're going to romance me? Is just, it just pull seems it out like, like that? It's, it's like not... sending a dick pic. Like, you're not even looking for it at that point. Right. Just, but again, yeah. I want to do the Ryan Gosling test here. So if it was Ryan Gosling and you walked in this trailer and accidentally he was naked and touching himself? No, I'd still be like, hold up. 
Yeah. Hold up, buddy. Yeah. Like, then I, yeah, I just lose respect. I'd say, oh, so you're a weirdo. Okay. Oh, God, you guys are fun. Uh, okay. Man- <laughs> then I would just jump on it. Man in the High Castle producer Isa Hackett claims Amazon Studio Chief Roy Price made lewd comments to her at, Comic-Con, at a Comic-Con after party. That's those are so lame. Uh, including, he I told mean- her, you'll love my dick. This seems to be a common refrain. And then he would go around at the party screaming anal sex in her ear. Oh, wow. <laughs> this, is head of, this is the head of studio, by the way. This is like... This sounds like a drunk high school party, but this is like a 50-year-old guy who runs a studio, like it runs like an $800 million studio. And you did this to who? Isa Hackett. She's a... This was, is such a good sketch, though. Yes, like, surprisingly, at, at she Comic-Con is... At Comic-Con At Comic-Con. She's the daughter of, uh, no pun intended, Philip K. Dick, who wrote, oh. uh, the, who wrote The Man in the High Castle, uh, the science fiction writer. So she's the executive producer on the show, which is run through Amazon, and also she is also a lesbian. Uh, not that that matters so much, but I think she told him that several times. <laughs> he clearly didn't listen. Well, because I think women who aren't lesbians just say that to guys who are gross anyhow, right? Sure, because sure. Or I have a boyfriend or I'm a lesbian. It's sort of the first go-to, right? Those are solid go-tos. Yeah, because you think... And I don't think that ever stops the guy, by the way. Right. I think it just kind of like makes him feel dirty and ready to go like, oh, why don't you bring why your girlfriend... Your boyfriend here? Yeah, or why don't you bring your girlfriend along or something yeah, like that. Exactly. Uh, so what do, you, what do you say for that? So he was, uh, he was drunk and he was like uh, whispering dirty things in her ear. Dirty come ons. He got. By the way, he, fi- he got oh. fired. He got fired from his job Whispering. as head of studio. Okay, I thought you said screaming. Well, he, when he got drunk, when, when he got <laughs> what I heard too. in the car, he was <laughs> in, in the car on the way there. He was whispering about how much he'd love his dick. And then when he got drunk at the party, he started yelling, like running by yelling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go one because it was in public, and it sounds more like the behavior of a an Asperger's type guy than. I don't know that how malicious it was. Again, I wasn't there, but I just got to go one. He's had, uh, by the way, just for the right before you, you already said your score, but he's had other women who have come forward and said he's very, does this like stuff, this stuff kind of stuff. Okay. I mean, he has clearly a weirdo with a problem. Like, he's yeah. not, but I also think he was appropriately punished for yes. his actions by being fired, which I appreciate. Am I wrong for thinking this is kind of funny? Like, <laughs> it's very funny. It's hilarious. Very funny. <laughs> although, although he is her, he is technically her boss, right? So there is a weird relationship oh. there where. Okay. He's the studio chief with her show, so it's kind of like I think women feel threatened. Like, okay, if I don't laugh at it, let yeah, but alone he rightfully got fired. This is okay. appropriate. Like, no, he got fired, but I'm saying I think the woman's feeling like if I don't like laugh at his jokes, let alone let him keep saying his dick, talk about his dick to me, he's going to cancel my show or something. Right? He has the ability yeah, to do yeah, that. That's different. That's. I mean, point. I can. It was just a drunk. Captain America cosplayer at like the Comic Con party. Yeah, she'd laugh at If it's your boss, then it's like then you, you have to put up with it. Yeah. Could I could or I testify? Just, like, Mary Kay, that was your boss, job. so you know how this you know this goes. <laughs> like some guys when they get hammered get aggressive and they try and start fights. Some guys are just really fucking annoying. That's how I am. Yes. I, I oh, just yeah. Oh, yeah. Shut the true. fuck up. Yes. And and we'll you know I don't I don't remember ever uh, yelling anal sex into someone's ear, but I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, if you did, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. Well, but I think he was actually com- I think he was coming on to her. Okay. So if you uh, would you actually tell well, a girl- how would that possibly work when he was telling her like you'll love seeing my dick? That's a little bit more than like sophomoric humor. True. Yeah. I mean, if like Stifler in a movie did this at a party, <laughs> it would be hilarious. That's exactly like the way it's described. Yes. Though, that's how. How it sounds. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. But it's when you're boss and you're like, work for him. What do you say in that moment? Also, she's married. She's lesbian. She's married. She has kids. I mean, it's just kind of. I'd be like, oh, I'm not feeling good. I gotta go home. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
You oh, ruined yeah. Comic-Con. By the way, I assume this happens at every single party at Comic-Con because <laughs> it's just all creepy, weird, nerdy guys in weird costumes. Oh, I'm sure. There's more groping at Comic-Con than anywhere else in the entire world. Is that a I'd buy that. Yeah. They're all wearing masks. They'll never the guys off. are all wearing masks and the, and the women are all wearing, the cosplayers are all wearing revealing outfits. And all the women I know who've, who've done this for jobs or for fun get grabbed constantly. Just by nerds. Just nerds going by and constantly grabbing them. It's their first time being around a woman. They don't know what to do. Well, they have all all the butt grabbers in the world are there. All the George H.W. Bushes are there. The younger versions of them. And they just grope. The the honkers like uh, Oliver Stone. And they just see a Wonder Woman and just start grabbing. They just grab her as she walks by. This is a stupid question. But um, if we could rate this. You know those... um, that you buy in novelty stores, those like hands that you like pull the trigger and they like grab. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What oh. if someone grabbed your boob with that? Mm. I would. I would. Mm. Are you asking for a friend? No, that would still make me mad. <laughs> yeah, what's the difference? Are you asking for the next time you. I'm just wondering if it would be the same or, or slightly less because it's not actual. Well, it's like someone like like an old man using his cane to like poke your butt or something, right? Isn't yeah, that's, that's almost that's creepier similar, than right? the cane is pretty creepy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, multiple actresses, multiple actresses, in fact, there's been 50 of them, claim James Toback, director James Toback, uh, that was your friend, right, right, right? Randomly hit on them. This is what he did. This, I have to read these things. So I have to really, when you see the stories, you're like, James Toback sexual harassment. When you read the details, like the guy from Amazon with the anal sex thing in the ear, that's when it gets really creepy. Because you just yeah. assume it's like your traditional sexual harassment, like, hey, baby, why don't you want to sleep He's with me? do some weird stuff. But it's weird stuff. So he would go up to women, young actresses and women, and he was told him he was a famous director who could put them in movies if they came back to do casting at his hotel room or wherever it was. And when they came and meet with him privately, he would ask them intimate questions about their sex lives, and then he would start dry humping them. Oh. That was his thing. Oh. <laughs> Again, Everyone, there's more than 50 women have reported this. I really hate this. This is yes. really gross. He's <laughs> incredibly gross looking too, which that I don't know creepy. if it's right or wrong, but it just makes it that much worse. But he me. would proposition women in Central Park and also places in L.A. and just strangers that he never met before uh, that he assumed were models or actresses. And then he would proposition with them that he was famous, that he knew he was best friends with Robert Downey Jr., He's making a new movie. Oh. Can you fight a dude off? He's a pretty big guy. So Well, this is only so he would only do that once they agreed then to meet with him in a more private place. And then he would ask them personal questions and then rub up against them. So it's, oh. a, it's like this an eight. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But that would really it's funny, but that would probably really scare me. Because I would think he was gonna rape me. Oh, you know? totally. Yeah. Me too. You know, in a private place and he starts like well, if he's dry humping me, I might think, do you know how to do this? Yeah, um, well. Yeah, who dry <laughs> humps anymore? So dry humps like but that's the thing. I mean, so a lot vile. of these stories, that's why I think the number of creepy people like this is actually lower than you think. Because most guys want to get laid, right? They want to have sex. But the guys who are doing this seems like a very, like, they're not even having. No, this one's weird to me. This one really grosses me out in, like, another level. Like, they're getting off on non, on sort of sex, weird, fetishy like things. They were never taught how to court a woman, so they just think, well, maybe if I just scream anal sex, she'll do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's the act, the act of what they're doing is what they like. Like, the weird part of what they're doing is sort of like a serial killer as a ritual. Yeah. This is kind of oh. like the ritual. Like, this is like. Is the aspect because he did he did it like fifty times? So obviously it was what he enjoyed. The, the process is what he enjoyed doing. It's yeah. so creepy. <laughs> what was your score again, Matt? Eight. Oh, I got another. I got another honk one here. Uh, Hillary Burton famously claimed uh, Ben Affleck grabbed her breast in the set of TRL MTV in two thousand and three. Have you heard the story? There's actually a photo of it. So he came on TRL. She was a hostess, 
And when he like kind of came on stage to meet her, he grabbed her breast. How old was she, by the way? Uh, she was in her she was in her twenties. He was in his. Oh, I thought thir- she was underage for some reason. Oh, she no. played Peyton on One Tree Hill, right? Hillary Burton. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Wow, good one, Mary Kate. <laughs> I loved One Tree Hill. <laughs> So, okay, so this is behind who did, the who, We all loved it. <laughs> we all loved it. Wait, there's Poor a picture Peyton. of this because it was, like, a mistake. Like, he was, like, mistake, or he clearly went to he go He clearly grab her. grabbed her, which is weird because he was on camera. Yeah, this I seems think, very strange, Yeah, too. he thought, uh, not to speak for I think he thought it would come off as genuine or, like, uh, what, <laughs> genuine what's the word? genuinely genuine grab someone's boob. Like, chummy? I don't know. But then, look, he went on to have, like, a, a marriage with Jennifer Gardner, who's, like, that seems like a wonderful woman. So how do you go from being creepy to courting a woman like Jennifer well, Gardner? Well, he was. I think he's a severe alcoholic. So he was an alcoholic, and he was in. sleeping with a nanny. Oh. And also, I forgot. Also a, gam- also a gambler and other, some other problems he had. So, so maybe I think, you wear two faces around yeah, different people. Yeah, or maybe Jennifer Gardner just likes broken men. <laughs> oh. You never know. Yeah. He did it on camera, so, so it oh, makes so me it think he thought... Like, he wasn't trying to hide anything. Not that that makes it okay, but... I see what you're saying, though, but that almost wants me to... Like, I want to give it a lower score because he wasn't doing it behind closed doors. Like, he, right. he genuinely thought it was, like... He did do it on be camera. Cool. And then yeah, I also on think MTV. she probably could That's say something. She was probably like, dude, what? Like... There's well, a he's also, yeah. at the time, like, one of the biggest movie stars yes. in the world. Like, yes. he probably, you know, was getting a lot of tail... He probably. Um, I think he thought that she would think it was funny or cool. How did he do it? He just went and aggressively like grabbed her. It's boob pretty and minor, it isn't it? It was a honk. Like I looked at, I couldn't really see it, but it was a honk. He could put his hand on her chest. He clearly did it intentionally. Let me give it a three. He apolo- and he apologized for it. That makes everything okay. Did she mention that she blew him after the show? <laughs> no, she didn't mention that. Matt, she was on One Tree Hill. Please. That's just embarrassing for the is. girl. I don't you don't know, know how to react in front of like a live studio audience. You're supposed to say, "Oh, Ben, you're so funny." You know, it's like well, she you did. don't want to promote that. So she did. She laughed. She laughed yeah. about it like at the time, and now look, you know, now that so I, I feel bad as a guy because a lot of these stories come out at the time. The women laughed it off, or yeah. even the girl in the bush photo was laughing about it because it's so awkward. I know women laugh when they feel uncomfortable. Well, yeah. yeah, they don't know what to do. Yeah, guys just, do. I don't know, throw punches or something when they feel uncomfortable, but women actually just start giggling sometimes. And so yeah. you look at the evidence, they're like, oh, you're having a good time. No. You're giggling. She's on live TV. She probably didn't want to make a scene. She was young and she was her first real gig and stuff like that. And Ben Affleck, he was an A-list movie star. Uh, somehow he still is. I'm not sure. He can't act, which is really weird. Uh, he must be hot because he can't he He's can't only act. in terrible movies also. Like, why Why are we still talking about this guy? <laughs> well, because you grabbed... I'm, I'm on a score. What's your score? Ray Kate, this is another uh, boo grab, no honking sound. I would say maybe like a seven or an eight just uh, because you're consistent. I'd be angry that he embarrassed me in front of so many people. And then I would think, like, who do you think you are? Don't assume everyone wants you to grab their boob just because you're c- Ben Affleck. You it know? could also be a crazy power play because he, you know, if he's really devious, he knows that doing it on camera... Silences you. Like, you can't really stop live TV. Ooh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It also hurts. Like, if some girl just aggressively hard grabbed your junk, it would hurt, I think. If she went in, you'd think, ow, you know? I think so. It so it hurts. It's embarrassing. It's not fun. I would give it, like, a seven or an eight. Ben Affleck has a lot of yeah. skeletons in his closet we don't know about you yet. Know? Yeah, he's a little They're not little gracefully touched. They're, like, grabbing you, which is not a good feeling. Yeah. Alex, what's your score? Boob grab. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I have to just based on my consistency of this game, I feel like I have to give yes. it like a four or five. Okay. Because I, I don't know, the fact that it was so public, um, I feel like she 
probably then later could. I, if, I, if I was in the situation, I would feel more like I could defend myself than I could if I was in this hotel room with this guy dry humping me. Yes. So I have to give it True. a little respect because of that. We're not going to say dry hump on the show anymore. It's just making me. Yeah, she probably like But here's but isn't isn't this forget the Ryan Gosling test, the Ben Affleck test? Isn't this he gets off a little bit because he's Ben Affleck? Because especially at the time he was like handsome, charming Ben Affleck. He was like, by the way, all these guys who've been uh, you know caught up in this have all like. Received awards for humanitarianism, so women's sad, rights. I mean, Harvey Weinstein won like women's rights awards, like, you know. Gross. So, wow. but at the time before they knew, before everyone knew, Ben Affleck was like lovable Ben. You know, I mean, everyone wanted to, I mean, the women loved him. He was, you know, he was hot and he was like so charming and lovable. So he gets away with it more than like a gross dude, right? A, a, a superficially gross dude. Mm, I think they just get away with it in a different way. What I'm saying is, I think your score is biased. I think if he was a cre- <laughs> if he was a naturally creepy looking dude who you knew ahead of time you hated and then he did the same thing, you would be like, one, one, there one, is give something really unattractive about him though in a sort of frat boy, uh, you know, corporate regional manager type of way. <laughs> like, That's you, Matt. He's not Gosling, you know what I mean? No, but That's he was true. like. That's true. <laughs> this was him, 2003. Ben Affleck was like the hottest movie star. He just looks like a dude at happy sure. hour at Cabo Cantina. Yeah, you know? <laughs> he does. He does look kind of sad. And by the way, I always thought Damon was 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 a much smarter of the of the pair. Matt Damon is a much was a much more clever of the of the pair of the two of them. Oh man, Matt Damon seems sweet, doesn't he? Oh, those stories <laughs> haven't come <laughs> out yet. <laughs> I feel like yes. Matt Damon like I wouldn't dare. Yeah, well, Damon. I have my Matt Damon story. No, I don't think Matt wrong. Matt Damon doesn't seem seem like the guy who would. But again, who knows? Who knows? Oh, he's so sweet. All right, uh, <laughs> Olivia Munn in 2004 claims this is a weird story. While visiting a movie set, she was not on her TV show yet on G three, G four, whatever it was. Pretty, she was just a young woman in Hollywood trying to catch a break with friends. She got to visit a movie set, a Brett Ratner movie set, and she offered. This is the weird part. She offered to take a meal to Brett Ratner's trailer, which seems odd to me. Other than she wanted to meet the famous director, maybe sure. to yeah. catch a break. So she, someone was like, bringing a meal, like I'll bring it, I'll take it. And once inside the trailer, Ratner appeared naked, masturbating while eating a shrimp cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> oh Wait, God. did he know she was coming, or is that just how he hangs out? I don't think he'd never met her before, so she went to visit his trailer. <laughs> a shrimp cocktail. And, oh, that is and, so disturbing. Which would have been like that is so disturbing. But you might give him a, a, you might give him a very low score on that because he did. She just walked in the trailer. He didn't. You know, he's just a weird guy alone in his trailer. But when he saw her, he, he finished. Who that casually? No, I, don't, I don't mean the shrimp cocktail. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, well, just, maybe it was both. You don't know. He uh, was very, I mean, he was known at the time for like he, he fancied himself a real ladies' man, and so no, uh, clearly, yeah, he did. I mean, he actually dated he dated some very well known ladies at the time. In fact, he was very good, very close with Mariah Carey at the time. Mm. So he was seen as his, he was his aura was successful ladies' man, but he was also seen as a guy like you don't bust in his trailer because he's a really weird dude. Who's doing all sorts of weird switch in this trailer? Clearly. All right, so score, including shrimp cocktail. Minus the shrimp cocktail, I would go like a, a five. But just the, the shrimp that gets you. Yeah, the lascivious nature of the shrimp cocktail. <laughs> yes. I'm going a nine. Yes. I'm on a point of not kosher either. Um, but, is he Jewish? Is he? A, yeah, is she's he Jewish. Kosher? Yes, he's Jewish. Sure. But uh, yeah, I know. So, yes, I know. Like, but uh, a shrimp cocktail. But also, he did. He did keep working himself over after she entered the trailer. Who masturbates that casually that they have the ability to multitask with the shrimp cocktail? I don't know. It's almost impressive in a gross way. It is. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know. I don't really want to know the answer from you, Matt. 
But why are you fully naked when you're masturbating? Like, why are you, like, taking <laughs> it off... It sounds like he was really romancing why are you himself. Taking off all, like, why are you taking off... That's just... We, I don't know. I guess... Well, there are... We, we know from the men's locker room, there's some guys who just like to be naked. There's some small subset of guys well, who... clearly, this is one of those guys. ...enjoy themselves, their bodies being naked, and they're not necessarily the guys you would think would enjoy their bodies being naked. <laughs> but... So, clearly, he's a guy who liked to be naked, but I don't know why you have to be naked to, to He was master. on a date with himself. He ordered himself yeah. some cocktails yes. and got he naked. Did. He did. Yeah. He seduced himself, took all his clothes <laughs> off. He literally now, seduced himself. Olivia the trailer, I guess he was expecting it, although he was expecting a meal, I guess, so maybe he thought someone else was walking in, I don't know. And then he just, by the way, he denies this happened. Isn't a shrimp cocktail kind of a meal in and of itself, or more of an appetizer? Uh, appetizer. Well, if you're masturbating five times a day, you got to keep, <laughs> keep keep the seafood keep the going. going. Yeah. I don't know. What's your score on this, Mary-Kate? Well, and include, say, include, and include the fact, I would include the fact that he did not stop so when she entered the trailer. stop, so then I would say, like, like a six or a seven, just because he didn't stop. Yes. But he didn't know she was she was coming, so then it's like... Although, I'm getting to the point of all these stories, and I'm thinking that if you're in a trailer, you know someone's coming. They're not that... It's not like you're on a remote island. That's true. It's not That's like you're on a desert island, and you don't expect to see anyone for 20 years. People pop in and out of trailers on sets all the time. So That's it's not true. like... It, yeah. And the door wasn't locked, apparently, he's so... He's so sicko. Like, the story yes. just makes me think he's, like, sick. Yes. I'm like, you're just sick. Because you can like, picture him walking around the shrimp cocktail. That's the so worst part. How, but how do you know that he kept going? Wouldn't you immediately, if you see anything like that, you immediately turn away and run, right? So... Did well, she again, she claims she claims she was stunned, which you might be if you saw a naked Brett Ryder holding a shrimp and playing with himself. That's true. That's and true. I think also it was like she was uh, like thinking like I'm going to meet Brett Ratner, the guy who does all these you know, big movies, yeah. and he's going to be like, disgusting. oh, yeah. she's like, got food in her hands. So maybe she like, oh, I got to put this somewhere, get out of here, and he's still going. There's some like, weird thing, yeah, where you think like I'm going to meet a famous movie director. He's going to be like in a smoking jacket with a pipe and like. He's going to be like some old <laughs> British guy who's like a fam- you know, like just, you know, somebody like with some esteem. Like you wouldn't think Spielberg would be doing that. You wouldn't like, right. you yeah, mean yeah, Spielberg, yeah, yeah. oh, by the way, he might be a shrimp cocktail and masturbating when you meet him. See, some of the stuff though, <laughs> I feel like, and, and as a guy, it's different, but I would almost take that, like as a comedian, you might do things you might not do normally, but just for the story. Like if I'm in Texas, I might go to the Creationist Museum just so I can like make fun of it. Sure, sure. I would almost, even though it would be violating, take that experience just so I could tell everyone about it and laugh. You mean as Olivia Munn? Yes. And she did. She wrote about it in her book, actually. Yeah. She didn't name his name, but she wrote about that experience. And I, I don't, But I don't think women see it as funny as you do, Matt. I'm sure they don't. <laughs> <laughs> but people well, knew that was him, even though she didn't name Matt, him. if you walked in the Brett Ratner's trailer as a guy and he was finished while he was eating a shrimp cocktail staring at you, I don't think you'd find it that amusing. Uh, no, it sounds horrifying. It sounds horrifying. I think it's definitely horrifying. The only reason I wouldn't score it like as high as some of the other ones would be because I don't think it was specifically directed at her. Right. Like, he didn't. He didn't know her, but he, he probably her. maybe he he thought another girl was coming he didn't to the trailer. Ask her to come finish him off. Like he didn't, you know, proposition her to do anything sexual to him. He didn't him. sort of try or draw her close to it. He didn't draw her close <laughs> with my games. Like, yeah. Just a shrimp kind of shrimp. Not touching you. Yeah. The touching is way worse. I think when someone just grabs. What's you. your score, Mary Kate? Final I would score. say a six. Alex? I'm going to do the same, like a six. Matt, you, shrimp cocktail? I think just eating a shrimp cocktail is like a two. While you're naked? <laughs> but now you're naked since the four. General, yeah. you're I'm going to bump it up naked. to five, I guess. Yeah, I don't know anyone under the age of 80 who has a shrimp <laughs> cocktail. Uh, all right, so here's one Matt loves. So comedic actress Rebel Wilson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love Rebel Wilson. Sort of. I don't like her at all. 
She claims. <laughs> what would you do to her? <laughs> she claims. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, she's okay. She's talented. I think. Uh, comedic actress Rebel Wilson claims an actor in a position of power. I don't know what that means, but an actor in a position of power. Okay. I assume the star, the lead of the movie, or whatever it was, asked her to finger his butthole while his buddies filmed it on their iPhone. No. No. Yeah. I didn't know that detail. Yeah. Well, that was, well, that was bad. And um, I feel like the worst part is that. She got the worst proposition ever. Was that a serious <laughs> request, though? Or was that just a guy being like, let's see how gross I can be, but I don't have any intention of yeah, actually... Yeah, like, sometimes guys like to embarrass girls in front of their boys. Like, oh, look at me. I can ask her to do anything. And- I don't right. know what guy asked for that with his buddies <laughs> yeah. on film. Isn't that embarrassing yourself by asking that question? That seems, but it's yeah. also like... Now your buddies know hey, your look at what I'm going to ask her. Why don't you... That's yeah. when you go, like... Wasn't that when a woman goes like, "Don't you want to whip your dick out and make me watch you masturbate or something?" Like this <laughs> anything, seems really anything but that. This seems very like demeaning. This seems like even more demeaning than that. It's like you're just asking me to do some this weird. Sounds kind of like borderline. And psychotic. then he wanted his yeah. friends to film it. Yeah, or yeah, take a I guess photo caption hashtag Rebel Wilson hashtag butt, butt finger stuff. butt finger. <laughs> I don't know. Like who are you going to show that to? Uh, but what do you think? What do you think? How bad is that? It seems the. I mean, it's bad, but I mean, how? But he didn't. Did she laugh? I mean, assuming she actually did it, I don't feel like there's any. No, she didn't. She didn't do it. No, I, I know, but even if she did, I just it doesn't seem implicitly like a threat or like dangerous so much. So I'm gonna say it's like a. It's really gross. Sounds but very threatening to me. Really? No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> just the thought of it. Because the dude's kind of submissive, you know. So I, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, give it a a two. I think on a weird scale, it's like an eight, but just on like a. I agree with know, that. Really was low? he joking though, or was he looking at her seriously? Like, listen, I don't. Think I you... want you to do this. <laughs> yeah, I'm I don't have you... some friends come over and take, oh, but if take a picture. Told me that seriously, I would laugh so hard. Like, I couldn't even contain it. I'd be like, oh, really? <laughs> like, was he? How did he ask this question? It doesn't feel like a sexual harassment story so much as like a really bad joke. Pr- joke. But also very demeaning, I would think, to a lady. Like yeah. you know, that's what you want. That's what you. That's what you want. That's what know, you've though. chosen. Like really that's that what you've chosen. That's your fetish with me. <laughs> like I mean, people choose that as a profession, don't they? Like I don't. Doctors who deal with butt. I feel like that's not what. That's not what they're asking Olivia Munn, or that's not what they're asking uh, the the Playboy models. It's like that seems like a Rebel Wilson request. Yeah, it does. That seems very demeaning. That seems very demeaning to me. For it's that. insulting. Yeah, I give it a much higher number than you, but I'm the fem- yeah, I'm the feminist too. here. I'm the only feminist here, so I give it a higher score. Clearly. Like, that was like something where like I think he was like mocking her, right? That uh, was like... Yeah, like you're offended that they would think that you would agree to that. Or that, you, that that's what you would come up with. Like, I didn't even feel like... I, in my place as a woman, I would think like if a guy wanted to have sex with me, I'd be like... That's gross, but like, hey, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah. but if he like, he wants me to stick my finger up his butt, I'd be like, like in front of his buddies, I'd be like, uh, nothing more, nothing less. <laughs> yeah, like, that. That's like, that's like, there's no way to walk away from that feeling good. There's no like, yeah. I would, he, this guy wanted me so bad that he wanted me, it's just like, there's no positive angle And then angle does he want the that. picture to like make fun of her later and say, look what she did, or is it really just... If Ben Affleck wants to grab your boobs, you're just like, hey, you know, it's the story you tell your friends. Yeah. But, like, you're not telling this one know, to your friends. Yeah. We got to find out. <laughs> you're not telling this is not what you're saying. Hey, Leg, you want to believe what happened to me last night? I need to know who this was. Yeah, also, it's unnamed. Yeah. And I don't like to do unnamed ones because I feel like that is also a disservice when you're not naming names because that's how Weinstein came around. Mm-hmm. Because Rose McGowan was talking about it 10 years ago without naming names. And, you know, well, she had a, she had a lawsuit with an NDA. But still, that's caused, like, that caused a lot of other women to get subjected to stuff by not naming names. I know no, it's really why, hard. Why but do that? Why come out and say it if you don't want to name the name? How does justice get brought? 
upon the I don't person. think it's about justice for like Rebel Wilson. Uh, some of these people sharing the stories. I think it's about the Me Too thing. Yeah. Which oh, like, okay. just so you know, I've also, and I assume, I assume every woman's been sexually harassed at some point in her life. So I assume like. Or made to feel uncomfortable. Or made, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or had a boss say something inappropriate. Sure. We had some, a guest on a couple weeks ago who said like her boss commented on her skirt at work being too short. Well, that's uncomfortable right from the get-go. Yes. Yeah. And so, uh, but like some, I mean, that's happened to every woman at some point, right? Something that uncomfortable level. Yeah. But like if everybody, if everybody's being, if every single woman's being harassed, then it loses its meaning sort of after a while because then it's just like guys are kind of jerks to women and that's sort of like human nature. Mm-hmm. And so you're just describing human nature, which is ne- you can't change human nature. That, that's never going to change. You should stop all the assaults and the rapes and all the horrible stuff. But a guy making a butt joke in front of a girl or yelling anal, that's never going to stop. I just, that'll be going on 2,000 yeah. be going on two thousand years from now. There's no, always going to be dumb guys, drunk guys. And they should like be you know, reprimanded yes. and punished for what they're doing, sure. But I, I don't think sharing it on the same level as a girl who's been raped or yeah. abused is really that fair. Right. All right, final one. This is the final one. I want you to think hard because you guys haven't been thinking hard this entire test. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Clearly not. Uh... A Mad Men writer, Cater, Cater Gordon, claims Mad Men creator Matthew Weiner, who I just for some reason assume well, was gay, no. but he wasn't. I guess he wasn't gay. I, I just assume all the guys in Hollywood are gay, um, especially when they're doing a- anything on AMC. Um, <laughs> well, just Mad Men was kind of a gay show, kind of a gay show. Uh, I liked it, by the way, but it was you know, uh, Mad Men uh, creator, writer Cater Gordon claims Mad Men creator Matthew Weiner, and they worked together for years on the show. She was a writer assistant and a writer on the show, claimed that after a long day of working together, he said he deserved to see her naked. Oh. These are just hmm. such a letdown. Like, it's just such a letdown. Right? I know, right? Like, she's probably so stoked about this great job and show that she's on. Yes. And then, Although... Oh, and then, he, I deserve to see you naked. Like, like no, you don't. Why? Yes. why? I'm your assistant. I've been working for you. I maybe deserve to see you naked. You don't want to see Matthew okay. Weiner naked. <laughs> Nobody wants to see Matthew Weiner. And Kater Gordon. And by the way, she's not like a, a just... For whatever point of reference, she's like a fifty-year-old lady, you know, not like some young ingenue, like you know, she's like just a arrived. Lady, yeah. She's normal, but she's been around for like she's not just someone who arrived like in Hollywood. He thinks he could take advantage of this. I guess he thought he could, but I mean, this is like a woman worked with for years and like who's been around for a while. So a woman, was, you know, the phrasing of it is bizarre. I deserve to see you naked, like yeah. the the entitlement there. Uh, I'm gonna say it's just really rude above all else but I, I would say maybe a, a four because it seems like he could have said it in passing I'm gonna say, I, well, I'd say a four too because it also seems like she didn't indulge any further than this like it kind of started and ended wow right I found this very violating oh really I don't know I mean it's like because it's someone you're working with especially if you've worked with for like two years and they drop this shit that's kind of like because now you have to wonder don't you wonder like was he like this pig all along? Yeah, and I didn't well, know clearly it. Clearly, he was. But I like I was like sharing like stories with him and like sharing a room with him for all these years, and he was like clearly just thinking about this kind of stuff. I mean, he didn't think about this kind of stuff, but he was like that he would actually say this to me after knowing me. Yeah, I would say just a five, just because yeah, it would kind of hurt your feelings. You would think, did you even like the work I did, or did you just think that? Would that I- hurt? That would hurt a woman's feelings. It would, I, wouldn't it? I would think if you say, you, I deserve it, it's like, well, for why? Because you had to put up with me for so long. Because yes. <laughs> I'm so like awful a... to be around that now you, you've deserved You've earned it. Yeah. You've earned it was a long day at work. <laughs> I, I, don't know. I just think it's disappointing. Like, it's so disappointing. Right. Isn't that one of the I think this is one of the worst. 
Because oh, it's like know. not even a str- this is like someone you've worked with for years, or and, and you work on the thing and you think of creating this great show, which they did, created a nice, really cool show, uh, and then he drops that. Like that's like kind of like learning like. You know, your friend or someone else is a creep, like some yeah, like. Totally. Yeah, totally. Are we getting kind of hung up though, just to play devil's advocate and, you know, in, in sort of religious? Like, what's wrong? There's nothing wrong with being naked. You know, you're born naked. Just wearing clothes is kind of a bizarre thing if you think about it. So, I, where are you headed with this, Matt? <laughs> We're in a restaurant. Well, That's why I work with only work with you in public. He just said he wanted <laughs> to see you naked. He didn't say I want to, you know, assault you. Yeah, but that's, isn't that where it's leading? Like it's very puritanical, just like there's something so naughty about not having clothes on. Uh, so, Matt, if you were at the Abbey where you hang out thrice, <laughs> thrice times a week and some guy said he wanted to see you naked, you're down with that? No, but, you know, I still have a little bit of that, that weird Catholic school thing I'm trying to shake. But, um, I mean, it is you're obviously very vulnerable, uh, Naked. I don't know. I just feel like if, if like another like a bear said to another bear like I'm gonna see you naked, it'd be like I'm already <laughs> naked. I don't even like being. I don't like I don't, cocktail. I don't wear mac if I don't like being naked. Alex, I want to thank you for being on the show today. I'm gonna say you're welcome in a second. <laughs> Once Matt walks by you. <laughs> no, you're welcome, and thank you for having. Matt's going me. to be naked in the stream. We're going you to be naked in the A lot of questions that I was. It was like good. You felt you felt like you got your 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 me let your me out. Um. Uh, do you mean like in relation to me too? Or like no, like you let you like you felt like you had an on, like you gave an honest opinion. No, I think so. That's I all I want from people. But it's just it's hard because you want to. I want to be an ally and I want to support the right thing and you know and and I also don't want to incriminate people that don't want to des- that don't deserve to be incriminated too at the same time. Well, I think everyone in that test deserves to be incriminated. Everyone on that test, yes, but but, uh, but not the- but necessarily murdered, not necessarily like burned at the stake. No, they just deserve to be like embarrassed. Like, yes. they don't want to finger their butthole, finger their butthole. Yes, and also, uh, by the way, I think this goes on in other industries besides just this industry. That's what I was just talking about, and I was saying how I think it's actually such a great thing that it's coming to a head more so in Hollywood because all these other, I bet even Silicon Valley and these places where men have a lot of power, I yeah. bet this happens all the time. I think any it happens in any industry. Yeah, Ralph's anywhere. Ralph's, Ralph's. what? <laughs> not in my Ralph's. It doesn't go on my Ralph's. Ralph's. Hey, after you bag these groceries, it doesn't go on my Ralph's. Although I will say that I think uh, my my point of view is that there's some privilege in Hollywood, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, that uh, a lot of times women have to put up with the shit at other jobs all over the place, oh, sure. and no one gives and no one gives a shit. Um, it's pretty, and you don't know their names. Yes, but there's also this idea that like I like I think women may write for yourself and may and practically so feel they deserve to live in a, a harm free in a harm free environment. So any you know stuff that other women put up with because they need a job, they need the paycheck, they need to feed their families, and that they kind of like not only they put up with it, but they might just not affect them so deeply emotionally. I was at an event the other night and there was a, a, a I was at the Florida concert. Ooh. And uh, <laughs> you called it an event. <laughs> yes, it was a Florida concert, and uh, there was security there, working security, and they just you know people working uh, low low wage jobs, and it's on a Sunday night. It was it was men and women working security, and I noticed the guy. I just listened to the guys and the women, and the guys were talking about like all the girls who were dressed half naked at the show and all this kind of stuff, making sort of I wouldn't call them horrible, but lewd comments. Uh. And the women they were kind of la- the people they were working with kind of laughed at him and kind of like went along with it. Probably not something they would talk about just as women. But then I thought, like, you know, they don't have time to, like... A lot of people don't have time to think about this kind of stuff. Like, am I being harassed by guys saying about... Talking about some girl's boobs at work. Like, I need this gig for extra money. And it's not that I'm going to be, you know, exploited, per se. But, like, I got so many other problems in my life. Yeah, like, the fact that the fact that Terry likes to say the word 
tits isn't like in my top ten. Isn't like one of my top well, ten issues. Everyone has a luxury to just quit their job because they felt like they were harassed. You know, I mean, they have to work sometimes to feed their families and. And they put up with it, but also I think they have a thicker skin, perhaps, or they have different priorities. Yeah. Where like a guy, like you know, a guy like making a comment about your clothing or something like that might affect someone in, in Brentwood uh, to the point that they're going on a Twitter store, a Twitter rage about it. Where someone at the co-ed security event would have been like. You know, that's just Johnny. He's a pig, whatever. Like, I didn't just forget about it a second later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. my theory. It's a working theory. It's probably totally wrong. <laughs> but <laughs> I just think it's like they, when, you, when you have to, like, pay the rent, like, that's your biggest concern. Yeah. When you have to, like, feed the kids, that's your biggest concern. And when you, lo- you lose all those other small, big concerns, then you, the smaller things that are definitely happening become, like, the biggest part of your life. Mm-hmm. And then the way you phrase it and the way you talk about it, it's like, this is the worst victim story ever. You know, Oliver oh, Stone like- honked my boob. Like, what? That's like the worst. I mean, it's not fun, but is that the worst thing that ever happened in your life? Really? Yeah, like, that's like, I don't know. That's how I feel, Alex. I, Alex, I where it. can people find it. you? Where are you going to be on next, and where can people find you? Oh, I, I have a film coming out called yes. Invino. I also do a lot of comedy stuff with an all-female comedy team. Oh, in a, cool. In a male-driven um, community. That's really nice. Do you, try to, cool. do you constantly try to undercut each other and cut each other out of things and then steal each other's clothing? Um, never. <laughs> that's just how I picture. Exactly. Show makeup. That's what I picture they do. You know, our whole thing is that like we don't want to do stuff that's like just for girls. So when we perform, we like want to do stuff where we're just like anyone. And yeah. Where can they see you in this all female comedy troupe? Uh, we perform at Nerdist on Sunset. Okay. Once a month on Saturdays. I also perform at iOS. We're an iOS team originally. Yeah, it's called Pumps Comedy. You can look it up. You Who? can also look at my Instagram. It's Alex Rose at seven twenty. Nice. Are you beefing with anybody in your troupe? Do we, oh, well, we had a bigger troop. There used to be six of us. Uh-huh. Now we're only performing like three of us. So, Uh-oh. you know, stuff goes down. There was fights. I just no, they, ma- they moved to New York, to be real Really? Yeah. I always picture like when you exponentially grow the groups of girls, mm-hmm. it's just going to get really tough. It really, it's going to get really tough. <laughs> Ours exponentially um, decreased instead yes, of grew. Yes, <laughs> it grew. Uh, well, thank you so much for being on the show. You were thank fantastic. You. Mary-Kate, I'm keeping you. Oh. You can't go. You have to stay to talk about really boring guy stuff. Okay. Ooh, fun. Alex, thank you so much. Thank you so much. We'll have you on again, please. I, and we'll we'll Enjoy. check her out on her. If, by the way, Invino sounds like a foreign film. Is that subtitles? Um, no, it's not. I don't Ed Asner, so. you know Ed Asner. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. When does Thanks. it come out? Or did you just finish? Uh, uh, ooh, I don't know. I don't have the release date. I should. You can cut any. I'm. Is it an indie film? I won't watch art films or any films that make me think. It's an indie <laughs> film that won't make you think. So really, you might want to watch it. Yeah. I like it. Is Ed <laughs> Asner nude in it? Because I would watch that. I uh, know. Right? And he didn't proposition anyone because he's no? a nice old guy. He is a nice old guy. <laughs> yeah, watch out for Ed Asner. That's probably true. Thank you so much, Alex. Thank you, guys. Have fun. Mary Kate, since you're here, I want to ask you, uh, you're not currently pregnant, are you? No. I'm no. not allowed to ask that of an employee, but I can ask that of friends. <laughs> um, so Kim Kardashian hosted a baby shower uh, over the weekend, and uh, she's actually not pregnant. She's having a surrogate baby. Oh, I heard about this, yes. She and Kanye, wherever Kanye is, he's kind of disappeared for the last three years or so. I just assume he's living another life with another woman somewhere. <laughs> like, or guy. Or guy. Music. Or guy. Yeah, he's making music. Um, remember he stopped touring because he got exa- what they called exhausted like last year, and then he just sort of disappeared from the scene. So he might actually literally be exhausted. So Kim Kardashian held a baby shower. By the way, I learned later on you're not supposed to have a baby shower for your second and third child. Oh, you're not? No, it's only supposed to be for the first one where you get free. Because it's the idea of the baby shower is like you're broke, you're having a baby, your friends get together and buy you diaper genies or swing sets because you have no money. Right. And you do it for the first one, and you don't keep doing it for additional babies. Like the Dugars in Arkansas don't get like 19 gifts 
every time they have a kid. The mom doesn't invite the whole clan together to bring them gifts. It is for the first child. So but what if th- you say no gifts? Well, you're it's not supposed to, etiquette-wise, you're not supposed to host, you can call it something else, you're not supposed to have a baby shower after the first. Okay. And then here's what I'm wondering, are you allowed to have a baby shower when you're not even pregnant? Because everyone's like, she looked amazing at her baby shower. I'm like, well, yeah, she's actually, <laughs> she's not pregnant. She's actually not seven months pregnant. There's another woman who's seven months pregnant somewhere off in, a, in, a, in, a, in an apartment somewhere they are paying money to. Shouldn't the baby shower be for the woman having the baby That's as opposed to the woman who paid someone else to have the baby? I said to a friend of mine, um, she was like 32 or 33 at the time, and she's a model. And she said, I want to have children. I was like, what? Why? Yeah, you're so attractive right now. Why would you? Like, really? I go, why don't you just hire someone? Re- oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why she did it, right? Well, she claimed she had a medical condition uh, that they showed on the show that she would die. She would die if she had another child, mm-hmm. which people were kind of rooting for. Like, just, oh, do, gosh. just do it. She's like, I would do it, but the baby could be, I, like, I would give my own. Everyone's like, yes, do it. Uh, it was probably a lie. But uh, like, really, should you have a baby shower if, if it's a surrogate? Like, how I much? Guess that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, and the surrogate's not there, by the way, because they have to keep her in, in seclusion somewhere. Yeah, that, so she wasn't there. So she was not invited to the party. No, she's not, she, no one's allowed to know who she is. She's wow. like living, in, living underground somewhere. And they have like Mossad agents who will steal the baby away the minute, the minute it's delivered. I'm very troubled by hiring someone to have your baby. I feel like if you want to have a baby, that's just part of the contract. You know, that's part of the deal. You know, you have to actually go through the labor. Like, it's called labor. It means like it's work, you know. Um, yeah, it's a good one, Matt. But there, like, I remember these. <laughs> you sound like two, a female comedian doing her doing her, doing her, doing her, doing her bit. There are these two gay guys, and um, they hired a, a woman in Thailand to have one of their babies. They, you know, put sperm in her or something. And then she was like, oh, "I kind of want to keep the baby." And they're like, "Well, we can't have our baby living in Thailand. It's like a third world country." And it's like, "Well, you don't have any sympathy for the woman you're paying to have yes. the baby. She lives in Thailand, so." Yeah, if you, if you don't want your kids to live in a place, maybe you don't you know farm out your biological needs to them. Also, there's really no reason to pay a woman in Thailand for anything that's going to produce a child. <laughs> that just seems like a really bad idea. Well, because the model girl said, uh, "I can't have someone else have the baby because they don't have any investment in it. They're going to um, give it away." So I don't know. Maybe they feel like having a cocktail. You know? What do, oh, I see what they're saying. Yeah. Well, the uh, the Kardashian baby is being closely monitored. The woman has a contract uh, where she's getting paid $50,000 to have the baby, and there's a lot of additional things that she clauses. She loses money if she does anything like that. So she's being tested for drugs and alcohol. Hmm. And also... Uh, Which makes sense. I would do that to, if I had a surrogate. If you had a surrogate. Well, sure you assume it's in the contract, but they actually are smarter because they know there's like a financial incentive. Because mm-hmm. what, what do you care if you lose your surrogate license? That's not really going to kill you. Yeah. But, but losing 20 grand because you want a cocktail, that might think twice. But also they said if it destroys her uterus, she gets a 15 grand bump. Jesus. Oh. Yeah, I'd, I'd ask for more. I think I'd ask for more on that end. She didn't negotiate very well on that. Is that why would it destroy your uterus? Yeah, is, is that, that like normal? Common? Is that common? Is well, like, I don't oh, think it's common, by the way, but it might destroy your uterus. <laughs> well, Kim Kardashian had that claims to have this condition where her uterus got ruined during yeah. the first or second pregnancy. That's why she can't have another baby. So I guess I don't know. But but here's the etiquette question: If you have a surrogate, which Matt disagrees with, uh, although should he ever like uh, be in a position with a supermodel who says I don't want to get pregnant and ruin my body? Therefore, Matt, I want to hire a, a surrogate. Matt would be the first one to write the check. So, sure. <laughs> yes. Uh, can you have a baby shower when you're having a surrogate baby? I would feel, I think I would feel weird about it. Even if I said no gifts, it would just seem 
odd, I guess, you know. She's doing great. She's at an apartment down the street. She's not invited, of course, because we make sure that she's, you know, like, you just, people would just be asking you about the surrogate. They wouldn't really be asking you, how are you well, you're doing? Not allowed, how are no, you one's even, no one's even talking. I read five articles in five different major magazines, and not a single one mentioned the fact that she wasn't pregnant at her own baby shower. Like, they're not, because they're so afraid of, of getting the Kardashians angry at them, that they put out a, because they cut them off. The Kardashians, if you say bad things about them, they cut you off from press coverage. They won't allow you to do any insider stories with them or interviews with them. And they must have told the people not to mention the fact that, to remind people the fact that Kim's not pregnant. So they even showed her in photos where she's only from her chest up, like her, below her boobs. So you can't actually see where she would be, like she'd be showing. And it's kind of like pretending that she's just like, they're just kind of pretending she's having the baby when she's not. That's insane. <laughs> I think there is some sort of, I think some women like to still pretend they're pregnant along with their surrogate, you know, yes. like, I'm going to be in the room with her and go through labor with her, and, and like, they kind of pretend they're pregnant, even though they're not, which but the, is strange. But the gay guys don't have, part. the gay guys can't produce a child, obviously, without a woman, so they have to do, they have to have a surrogate if they want a child. But Matt, yeah. you're against that too? I think part of the uh, that's so different. the deal of being a gay guy that has sex with other guys is that you uh, will not produce a child. You aren't able to have children. <laughs> so if you uh, if you're really into having children, perhaps you should uh, marry some woman and fuck her. Do you want to know a really weird thing? Uh, 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 that's not so weird. Is um, they won't let so China is giving a lot of adopted babies to gay couples in, in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Well, practically, but they're not allowed. To, China will not allow gay couples to adopt their babies. So they have to guys have to go over by their by themselves and pretend they're just single guys who want babies and then they give them the babies, which seems very odd to me. <laughs> it seems very odd to me. I don't trust any single guy that no, wants to have a baby. baby. <laughs> that's China. That's the way China's like looking the other way about it. They won't officially let a gay couple adopt any any yeah. Chinese babies. My wife couldn't make it, so I brought my friend Bob. <laughs> yes. No, they have, so the gay couples have to go solo. One guy has to go over solo, pretend to be single, to get the adoption done. They will not adopt to a cup to a male couple. Wow. Yeah. In, in terms of like world income inequality and, and you know various national debts and everything, I I just find it troubling that we're just going other places to get our babies as if they're you know as if it's like a, a mineral that goes in your iPhone or something. Well, at least I would say this. I agree with you, but at least they're actually they've been born already. The kids are already there. They're not like producing children over there. They already have like kids and orphanage you know unwanted babies over there. So they're actually providing a home to an existing baby. They're not like That's contracting right. out like your friend in Thailand. To make a new baby, right? These are like kids are going to be living in, in the in the gutter or orphanage. Do people prefer to adopt male babies or female babies, or is it kind of fifty fifty? I don't know because I thought China, like um, you know, they're still like like they, they kind of kill the kill the girls babies. I think they stopped killing. They officially stopped killing the girls. So uh, they're only unofficially killing. Very the progressive of them. They're only unofficially killing the babies. <laughs> Man, I can't tell you that story's make me. Those stories make me so sad. Uh, all right, so where do you fall on this, Mary Kate? You're gonna have a you're gonna have a, a child someday. What if you hire a, a, a surrogate? Would you still have a baby shower? Um, if I hadn't had any other kids and this was going to be my first child, I might. But if I've had two of my own already, I would not have a baby shower. But would you have a baby shower if you're someone else was having your baby for you? And you didn't no. invite that person to pretend they didn't exist. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. told you how amazing you looked. I really wouldn't. I don't think... Because the whole point is you're supposed to be sitting there all fat with your big belly. And people are supposed to be like giving you diaper genies and things like that. And you're supposed it's to labor. Ah. They call it labor, Matt, because it's labor. Yeah, I don't think... Yeah, I would feel really weird about it. Because are you drinking at your baby show? Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like I would feel weird. I would, I would say no. I would say has, no. The weird part is everyone has to pretend that you're pregnant. 
and like can't, has to dance around the issue of that like you're wearing like skinny jeans at your like baby. It's sh- like Handmaiden's Tale. You guys probably haven't seen it, but that's oh. like what they do. Are you kidding me? I took the Handmaiden's Challenge. I binge watched <laughs> the entire show. I'm one you of the did? only guys. Only guys ever done that. So yeah, it's like that with the mom pretending that she's going through like labor yes. the same day. Matt, since you haven't watched the show. In the future, when the men have taken over and the women are all being raped for babies mm-hmm. by the male, by the patriarchy, uh, the women who are, inf- the wives of the important men who are infertile, who have the fertile slave woman, uh, have the woman, they pretend they're having sex with their husband, so they have the woman, the fertile slave woman, between like their legs, like sitting, r- sitting up against them, so when their husband is having sex with them, they pretend the husband is having sex with them and not the slave. Yeah, they like sit behind the girl like and their vaginas just, like, stare are at their close together. Well, the, the woman, the, 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 the wife is yeah. dressed, but she's, but she's pretending like the husband's making the similar motion to as if he's having sex with her, but he's actually having sex penetrating the slave. And then when the slave actually has the baby, the woman also has a fake, lab- a fake labor to pretend she's having the baby while the, the girl next to her is actually having the baby. And they immediately take the baby and put it in her arms as if she had the baby. So the women. This is, by the way, the show I binge watched. The women are like. <laughs> this is the best. Part, this is the best part of the show. This sounds kind of like rape. Oh, it is rape. Yeah, but I, know. I thought that uh, *Handmaid's Tale* was like feminist propaganda, but it sounds like the female characters are kind of rapists. Well, yeah, they're not. Tr- yeah, they're treated terribly, but they like break out and stand up for themselves at the end. The sli- what you ruined? Oh, oh well, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, wow. <laughs> He's not gonna watch wow. it. <laughs> well, no, the wives. You're right. The wives are complicit, but the wives are also subjugated. So they're like biblical wives. So they're actually like. They're not slaves, but they're biblical wives, which means they have no rights. Mm-hmm. So yeah. just so you know, in the future, Matt, women, all women are being persecuted by men. So right. there's no category of women who are safe. But so that was from creepy, person- though, in the show, when they would pretend to have labor while the real birth was happening in the other room. The unfer- infertile wife was in the other room, pr- like, breathe, pretend to be... Well, men used to have, so men used to have multiple wives, right? Because yeah. to produce as many children as possible. So if one wife was no longer able to produce children, they just have babies with another wife. Which seems creepy, but it seems less creepy than this, actually. This sounds kind of like a, like a threesome fantasy, like some subtext. I think Kanye might have died like a year ago. <laughs> There's just no... Maybe she preserved his sperm, but no one's seen him for like a year. All right, our final segment today. Mary-Kate, I'm sorry, it's our final segment. Are you ready for this? This is all about Matt. This one's about Matt. Because Matt wrote a very nice piece on, his, on MattRalston.net. His, vic- his male victim story, oh, no. <laughs> which he, he sort of teased at earlier in the show when he talked about the ladder. All I remember was the ladder. <laughs> he went up a ladder, like as if a woman going up a ladder is not going to be safe. Matt, went, Matt wrote a story about uh, his, vic- his victim tale and why when was feeling sorry for women, they should really feel sorry for guys, especially him. <laughs> so this segment is called, our final segment is called, Matt shares his plight of the male of the species in a way that tries desperately, desperately not to sound petty. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, why don't you tell Mary Kate your story and see if she uh, she, she she starts becoming a, a, a whatever the male version of feminist is. So when I was in high school, or maybe it was well for a few summers, I had a job at the lumber mill because there weren't that many jobs available in my town. Um, so while at the mill, I had to shovel out uh, this thigh high sawdust that was in this industrial sized saw with like four inch diameter blades. And um, by the way, if I can interrupt real quickly, Mary Kate being from Ohio was the first person you've told the story to <laughs> who can understand what you're talking about. Yeah, that's tough work. She's like it sawmill. Sucked. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sawmill. Yeah, we had four of those in our town. It's like yeah. a, a very confined, I don't even know what you call it, but it's like the room where the logs go and there's no windows or anything. And a lot of the people that worked at this place were uh, drunkards, you know, they're alcoholics. And uh, 
I was literally shaking in fear every time this happened that someone was going to fire up the saw. It's not that far out of the realm of possibility. Um, then I had to trim these uh, logs, these uh, planks, I should say. So they trim them down roughly, and then you trim down to like a four, uh, four foot or eight foot or whatever. Like the, you know, you trim off the bad part. Um, so the blocks that you trim off fall into a, a chain conveyor belt, which leads directly into a chipper. So the blocks go in and boom, and they just uh, incinerate into sawdust. And instead of standing on like a fixed platform, for whatever reason, because occasionally the conveyor belt would get jammed, so you'd have to go in there, you'd have to stop the saw and go in there. You just stood on these two boards that were, you know, suspended in midair, and they, you know, I weigh uh, about 200 pounds, I weighed about the same then. And so they would buckle uh, under my weight uh, so as to, I felt like they could snap at any time. I brought this up, no one cared. Uh, and if, I, if the board would have broke, I would have just been dragged into this <laughs> incinerator. And um, Don't ruin the ending. Did you get dragged into the incinerator? No, okay. I, I, got a, I, I changed jobs as soon as possible. But I understand women have to put up with a lot of shit, but I don't think too many of them have experienced that. Wow. Oh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. I think I think what Matt's trying to say in his Alaskan way is that women com- are complaining about all the sexual harassment at the office. Sure. But to have a job at an office or to be an actress or to be uh, whatever where all these stories are coming from, in and of itself is a pretty sweet, sweet thing to have to complain about. So... Where do you compare that, Mary Kate, to Matt's vivid <laughs> Science Channel's explanation of how a sawmill works? You get, you know, you get a job, you sign on to a job, and you probably went through training. You probably knew you had to do that in your job. You don't get told before your acting gig, "Oh, you're probably going to get asked to have sex with the director." Just uh, telling you this now, if you're able to comply. I would tell every really woman. Know. I would tell every woman going to Hollywood that that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> I really would. I mean, well, now they know, right? Because all the stories are out there. Yeah. But I think they've always... They, every woman knows when they go like, into Hollywood, it's going to be rough, right? For women especially. Yeah, and but... there's going to be gross guys doing gross shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's rough. You know, obviously, like, auditioning can be rough and dealing with, like, creepy guys. But I don't think you're, you know before going into every job that you're going to have to walk into someone's trailer and see shrimp cocktail. <laughs> Although, yeah, that job with, you know, cutting up the logs sounds difficult. But you had to have known that when you took it. That it wasn't a computer job. Yeah, Matt. I'm tur- <laughs> I like the way Mary Kay turned this on you. It's a good point. Right. So, I don't, so I don't have to do it. But I, I think that in, in society, women uh, exert a certain amount of privilege. And I think one of those is not having to do such a, an awful job that's, that's dangerous. Um, so there's no, there's no me too for guys who've lost their arms and grinders or shit like that, right? No. The finger, guys who lost fingers at the plant. There's no Me Too hashtag in for industrial, industrial accidents. 92% of workplace fatalities are, are men. Which, wow. So I take it to mean that I know that men are probably more um, naturally inclined to seek out those kind of jobs. But it's also kind of a privilege to not have to do dangerous work. So what, what would you That's trade, true. Matt, for the sawmill? What would you, of the stories we talked about today, what would you accept in terms of sexual harassment to not have to go back to the sawmill? Up to what? Uh, probably up to the dry humping. I'm not down with that. <laughs> <laughs> Toback, Toback is dry humping you while you're telling your uh, your sex stories. <laughs> he would you'd say fuck this and going back to the mill. <laughs> the bending planks over the incinerator seem pretty good to me right now. I mean, I was also making like seven dollars an hour as opposed to I don't know several million dollars to star in a film. It does That's seem true. odd that 
wealthy, successful actress who could complain about a lot of stuff, because, short of actually being assaulted. Because really, you're right. At the end of the day, unless you're being assaulted, you really have the right to like say fuck off and just you know you're an ass, and then tell the entire. Oh, by the way, you're famous. You can tell the entire world what just happened. Yeah. So and yeah, maybe you do. So, some of these a lot of these women did say they suffered career difficulties after these after these incidents of turning down the men. So that's something you didn't have at the sawmill, Matt. Was like we're gonna like fire you for for bitching or getting drunk. That was probably that was probably expected. No, but there is, and it, it's. I think it's just a thing that guys do in power. Like no one was like, hey, I want to see you naked or whatever. But there was a lot of like, get to work, you fucking prick, like yeah. that type of thing. Which and it, not show you how to really do it and just kind of ignore you, even though you're scared. Yeah, and it's infuriating because, <laughs> yeah. like you said, and especially in this case, like I I couldn't get fired. I couldn't say, and I'm like. I don't like people telling me what to do in the first place. So it's really hard to not um, say, fuck you, I'm, I'm out, you know? Also, by the way, we didn't mention it today. I didn't want to bring it up. But at least half the stories that we didn't do in the test are involved male, young guys yeah. being sexually harassed or molested or even raped. So it was actually, when you look at the total number of stories, it's fairly even between guys and girls. Yeah. So it's not just women who are being assaulted and being at, masturbated in front of. It's a lot of guy, young guys, too. Yeah. And it's also young boys. So it's not like the men, the men in Hollywood, the young actors have it any easier because they're being asked to do all sorts of creepy stuff, too. So I got roofied by um, what? these gay guys at a after a party for, maybe I shouldn't say the name of the TV show, but, uh, you know, I hadn't had any drinks the whole night. And I had one drink and I was like, I didn't know where I was and I stumbled out and somehow made it home. But, you know, yeah. have you ever been uh, no. drugged? At least you don't, no. have have, you don't have to have a pregnancy test afterwards or some I sort of horrible invasive thing. I them, though, which I think makes them feel really uncomfortable. If they buy me a drink and I don't actually see the drink being brought to me right after it's made, I'll say, I'll make a joke. I'll say, did you roofie this? I bet you roofied this. And then I kind of watch the reaction. Sometimes <laughs> I really, I'll just put it down and you say, oh, just you know, watch I gotta go to the bathroom. And they're like, damn, yeah, I would never take watch it. Pour it. Okay, don't take any drinks that uh, you haven't seen poured, please, before. Yeah. That's my advice, my fatherly advice to you. Uh, I mean, because, it, you know, they don't know my health record. They don't know that maybe my body can't take whatever drugs in there. I might not just stumble home. I might die. Oh, yeah. So I don't want your roofie. So you're up for a good roofie unless it's going to kill you. <laughs> unless say, it's going to kill you. You know, I, I, I just don't think it's a good idea to drink any drink if you haven't, like, seen who may. I don't like to drink, you know, punch bowls at a party. That's very dangerous. Really? I don't know what's in it. I didn't even think like, about that. Like, oh, you know, that, like, jungle it. juice or whatever. Oh, because you don't know how much alcohol's in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back in the frat days, we would load that stuff up with a lot of liquor. That was yeah. the only reason was the girls, oh, didn't, someone, the girls didn't know how much liquor was in yeah, it. Yeah, people might think it's That's funny kind of to throw a think pill about in it. there and, and oh, it's fine. Everyone will be fine. Well, you don't know. Someone I ha- might have a heart problem here, you know? They could yeah. die. So you wanted the pure drug. You want the clean <laughs> drugs. Make sure you know where your drugs are coming from. That's really, yeah. really awful. I, okay, do you have a prescription? I want to end the show before Matt tells any more male, male rape jokes. <laughs> Make sure actually just stories about himself. Mary Kate, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Mary Kate TV, or Twitter, Mary Kate TV. The same. You got Mary Kate TV? Yeah. Wow. Well, Mary Kate Gaffney was taken. Actually, yes. if you go to her Twitter, she keeps saying, or her bio is, I'm not the Fox News girl. Because I guess really? a lot of people tweet her. Uh, that's great. By the way, <laughs> that's a sign of success when people say they're not you and with the same name. Because yeah. that means all the actually. traffic is coming for you going to her account and she's sick of it. Yeah. Which is great. That's a good sign, really. Matt, you probably get that. There must great. be other Matt Ralston's out there. Uh, yeah. There's. If I was in Seattle one time and I went into a video store and you have to show your ID in the video store back then. And uh, the guy had my same name 
and birthday, the day and the year. Really? And I was like... Um, Did your mom deliver twins pretty, in Italian? Pretty profound coincidence, <laughs> I guess. That is awful. But now, yeah, he fucking... Because I'm kind of a Luddite or whatever, so he took all the good like Twitter handles. Oh, and fucker. Oh, fucking jerk. Did you offer him like 20 bucks at one point? <laughs> That's horrible. I will only tell you my horrible uh, harassment story on Facebook. Uh, because I have a unique name, somebody, uh, probably five years ago when Facebook wasn't as big, it was still pretty big. Some guy looked me up, and there was only uh, two of me, on, I think one or two of me on the entire Facebook with my name. And he said, I know you're not the same person that I knew in South Africa that had the same name. But then he told me a story about how he fell in love with this guy. It was a guy, I fell in love with a guy at a college in South Africa. And even though I wasn't the same guy, he still wanted to talk to me <laughs> about the experiences because we had the same name. And the other guy was a clarinet instructor at a music school. <laughs> and he's like, would you mind if I just talk to you about like... My just, relationship problems. Yeah. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, no. Because <laughs> the same name as your, your gay lover from college? No. That's no. Just not how this works. No. Yeah. So, I even like, tweeted at this girl. I said, hey, we have the same name. Sorry about all the tweets that you get. And she, she didn't respond. She I was hates like, you. Oh, come she on. literally it's she, funny. No, she she literally hates you. That's where all the dick pics are going. Yeah, she she's mad. She's got my Twitter handle. Brian, something you wish to sh- talk about on the show? Uh, unfortunately, by the time this is published, there will be old news. But uh, tonight, after the LA Kings game, I'm going to be webcasting and doing play by play for the UCLA and USC hockey game nice. at Staples Center. Nice. It's uh, the quarterfinal of the LA Kings College Cup tournament and also game two of the Crosstown Cup rivalry. And uh, by the time this publishes, we should say that was last night. Yes. See if we can catch you the day before. Oh, shit. I got to have this up by tomorrow then. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Brian. Matt, something you wish to pimp and promote about yourself besides you, the fact you like to get naked? <laughs> <laughs> uh, t- Twitter at Matthew Ralston, uh, mattralston.net. And, uh, yeah, I actually, I had a story I wanted to tell that was based got, on what we were talking about. You got two minutes. Go for it. It's not another mill story, is it? No. Um, my neighbor was in Playboy, uh, super hot, obviously. And, uh, this one morning I was having a really bad morning. I was sitting out at the pool and she said, uh, you know, people might complain about the noise you've been making in your in your unit I'm not complaining I just wanted to let you know and I, for some reason I just said if you're not complaining why don't you shut your fucking mouth you said that or you thought that that's what I said oh, and I was oh. like oh that was rude and then I could tell like she became really intrigued at that point because she's used to um, people kissing her ass you know so I was in my room and uh, you know making, was, that, making a lot of noise I was viewing some internet pornography and uh, my room faces the uh, street so I heard someone out in the bushes and I was like oh fuck so I Ran around real quick to see who it was. I thought it may have been, you know, a robber or someone. And it was the chick. And uh, I was like, "What? oh. Because I was, I was relieved, at least, that it wasn't someone threatening. And uh, she was like, yeah, I, you know, I saw you on your computer. And then uh, I think she was really intrigued by that. So it was like a real life porno. That's your story? Yeah. Well, glad oh, we extended, wow. I'm glad we extended for that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no. Then I, I we, we that's it. That's we the commensurated our affection. For no, you did not. In in the bushes, or did you go inside? Inside. Oh, good. Wow, you're like <laughs> uh, the the Brett Ratner story with a shrimp, but it worked. Yeah, because I'm not like a huge creep. No, not at all. You just tell them shut their. You're mouth. just the guy. <laughs> you're the guy who watches porn so loud the neighbors are complaining about it. That's fantastic. <laughs> I want to thank Rocco's in Studio City. Thank you guys for tremendous. Thank you, thank the big you. audience here at Rocco's. You were good. 
Nah, that was so really great. <laughs> you told me two minutes, so I got nervous. Like, I had to rush through it. I'm glad I didn't say 20 minutes. That would have been horrible. <laughs> Last minute, talk to you guys next week.